Starting in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Suman Spalsa, thank you for coming. Also known as Bandit. Um, thank you for inviting me. Uh, you're most welcome. Guys, as you know, Suman Spalsa, Bandit, he's, he's been a journalist. He's also worked in broadcasting theatre. Um, he's a media man. He's also an educator. Um, he's also written a book on good governance. Um, and there is nothing that this guy can't do. If it's a spoken word, albeit in English, French, or even Bodhpuri for that matter, this is the guy to go to. If you need an encyclopedia and a wealth of knowledge, you need to talk to this man. Thank you very much for coming. Absolute pleasure to have you. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me to your channel. No, it's brilliant. I've been looking forward to have you here um, for a while because um, the range of topics, your breadth of knowledge is awesome. Um, not many people has this type of um, grasp of the history of Mauritius, for that matter. Well, I'm flattered. Yeah, no, seriously, I mean, the amount of research that you've been doing is just insane. And just before we started this video cast, you were telling me about this research that you're doing on Sersius Agar Gambulam. Not doing, uh, yes, the research continues. Mm -hmm. I've been doing it for quite some time. Why sometime we must understand that he had been the first Prime Minister of this country mm -hmm. and on the first leaders in this country for the Indian community, mm -hmm. starting with. Mm -hmm. uh, we had at the time, we had uh, Mr. Subdev Bisundayal or Bisundayal Brothers. But hang on, so, so how, did, how did he even get into politics? To ah, that's, that's nice. I mean, who, who is this guy? Who is, who is Chacha? Chacha comes from Mauritius in an area called Belief. Which years are we talking about? Uh, we are talking about 1900. He was born in 1900. Okay. I was born there, but not in Belrive. People uh, mistakenly say he was born in Belrive. No, I don't think. Okay. He was born in Guadoiseau somewhere. Where is Guadoiseau? Near Bonacoy in Flat district. Oh. Uh, uh, in his uh, maternal grandparents' home. Oh. Uh, but of course he... And who's, what's the name of his maternal? I think it was the Ramchurn. I think I, I don't remember. Sure. I still remember very well now. And then because his father lived in Belrive, so obviously the child was declared that he was born in Berry. Only oh. one writer who has written a very good book about him, although it's a part by, I mean, it's, it's a book by the friend who has written it, Mr. Sidney Selbon has written this, that it is the, 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 the man was born mm -hmm. in not in Berry. Oh. And this is uh, never denied, of course. We know it is true. Sure. And my research also showed that. In fact, the Rangula family still have a piece of land, a plot of land back. Yeah. And then, so, what, what, so, so what, how, did he, how did he develop? I mean, he became a doctor. So, what did he do? He, no, he grew up here, he went to school here. He went to school, he, he went to a Catholic school, okay. in fact. And then he studied, of course, his parents were the middle class, if you want. Uh -huh. And then he grew up, went to the Royal College, and from there, he went to study medicine in the UK. And which years was this? Uh, this was around 1926, roughly. Don't ask me the date now. Sure. I, you were asking sure. again. I have yeah. to check it. Yeah, it's very hard to remember. Yeah. I mean, at my age, obviously. <laughs> so, you know, I like that. He went there. Yeah. And when he reached there, the first thing he did, remember, he was a middle class, coming from a middle class, not very poor, because poor never went to England to study. Right. So he went there. He was middle class, nice man. But he went with a vision. Wow. 1920s, the early, early years, that was a difficult time for Mauritius. That difficult time. So we're under English rule? Well, we are under English rule. We, we, we are, we are, he was working, his parents were on the fields, they had sugarcane mm -hmm. fields, and then they, they were working. He went there, the moment he arrived, he had a vision, he met the people of the Indian National Congress. In, in the UK? In the UK. All right. He started meeting them, and, this, and during that time, he even came across Gandhi. 
uh, later Mahatma Gandhi. Yes. He knew it. He knew the struggle. They were struggling for freedom in India. Mm -hmm. And it was this one that, uh, you know, encouraged him perhaps to understand the politics. And then from there, he was with uh, many other societies. The Fabian Society, for example, mm -hmm. he became a member. Okay. And uh, he, he got their principles, their philosophy, and he worked. So basically, would you say the Fabian Society, I mean, they're, they're a leftist society. Yeah. Um, so would you say that he got his leftist ideas from them? Like that kind, of, kind of influenced, influenced. his outlook? You know, when you are young, always these type of ideas influence people. Sure. They want to fight the system. This is what is called uh, democracy. Mm -hmm. In a democracy, you, f you fight what exists. If you want to discover the truth, you, f you must challenge actions. If you don't challenge actions, you don't go far. Understand. So this is what we did. And this is a time where you have no internet, no newspapers, no real books, nothing. So, yeah. so, so attending these famous society meetings, that must have really influenced his outlook and yeah. how he perhaps could bring these ideas back home to Mauritius. Yeah, in Mauritius we had a couple of papers, but small papers, and you must understand that not most Indians could read at that time. True. In the, in the 1920s. And whatever, I mean, was published, it was for those little literate class, mm. or a few, few class. So he was influenced there. In England there were publication times were there. There's a number of them. Yes. And so he got interested in that. I see. Now, he had a hard time there even. He had a fortune, you know, dwindle, and then they didn't have enough money. Mm. Uh, so, but the man worked also there and fought hard and became a doctor. Brilliant. You know, on uh, 30, 35, 34, he became a doctor, qualified. He took 10 years to be a doctor okay. because you can understand. Yes. Uh, he had to work, he had to find his way, he had to understand things. He could have stayed in England. I see. At that time, in 1930, you don't come to Mauritius. Yes. The situation was very bad. Uh -huh. There was absolutely no work here. The people could work on issue gain fields. The services sector had little job. Doctors were few by far. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I mean, if you reach England at that time, so you'd like to stay there. But this man returned back to the country. What, 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 what made them do that? Oh, I think what my research said, he wanted, he had only one objective, liberate his people. Come and work with us. He was not the only man. There were other educated people at the time who were returning back to the country. Yes. There were people like, I remember, Reverend Jaina Rand Roy was here. There were so many of them. There were the Bisundaryal brothers. In fact, Basdeo uh, Bisundaryal. He went to study in India. He studied and then came back. They never stayed. The Bisundaryal the brothers, the three brothers were there. Sugreen, Sugdeo and Basdeo. All the three were fighters. I mean, they joined that fight. It was a collective structure. I, I mean, everyone fighting differently, yeah. but the fruit of that struggle went into one kitty. Okay. You now, this is how it was. Everybody did it, so Joff. So that was the time he came here. When he arrived here, he was a doctor. He was not much known. But slowly, he joined one society, which is called the Indian Cultural Society. The in Indian Cultural Society. Okay. The Indian Cultural and Society. This is in Mauritius. Mauritius. Uh -huh. Mauritius. In 1930s. 536 he was there. Mm -hmm. When he arrived here, don't ask me the date because I have to check again. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. I, of course. I, I, I don't... But just the general gist. The general, yeah. Yeah, the general so idea. So he arrived here and... Uh, you're writing on this, obviously. So yes. people do want to get the exact date. It's already published. A lot of it is published. I'll uh -huh. tell you a bit uh, later about it. Sure. I mean, now he came back. He joined a group of intellectuals who were fighting for the interests of the, of, the, of, the, of the Indians. Yes. So, uh, as an Indian boy... Uh, Young, uh, I mean, first or second generation, first generation it was. So, uh, second generation, sorry. 
So and then uh, there were other other people. They had formed a society called the Indian Cultural Society. Mm -hmm. The Indian Cultural Society published a review, a magazine, small magazine. It's called the uh, Indian Cultural Review, and that was edited by many people at the time. They propelled him as the editor. Why editor? Because in England he used to write. He uh -huh. liked writing, and perhaps many do not know. Uh, Dr. Rangulam, Dr. Sivasagar Rangulam, oh, he was a writer. He wrote under a pen name later, Thumb Mark II. Thumb Mark II. Thumb Mark II. Like yeah, thumb Mark. yeah, Thumb, Thumb, Thumb Mark II. II. Okay. Uh, he used to write, he wrote a lot of fiery articles okay. against the administration. The, is that the British colonial Yeah, yeah, he was back, when he was back, he started writing. I'll tell you how, when he started that. Mm -hmm. Very, very early. So in 1936, in one of the reviews, he wrote his mind. I'll call it his mind, what he wanted for his society and for his people. Also, oh, his vision of His vision of things. Okay. What he wrote. And when was yeah. this again? Which years? 1936. In okay. one of the cultural reviews, it's in the archives. You can always consult. National archives. No, no, national archives. Yeah. Only one archives. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So that was uh, called the Son of the Soil. Okay. Fist you soil. Okay. So he wrote that, and it's considered as his manifesto. Oh. It was. It's a great document. Yes. Emphasis on education. Nothing more. This was a continuation of the Gandhian principle. Gandhi had sent a person here in 1901 and 1906 around, Dr. Manilal Doktor, a lawyer, to work with the Indian. He also. Doktor was his surname. Surname. Doktor, D O C T O R. Okay. Doktor. Okay. Manilal. So he also did that what Gandhi wanted. Gandhi had visited Mauritius at one time in 1901 on his way back to, to India. Oh. And he was met here. He met, at that time, there was the Governor Bruce. Yeah. Governor Bruce received him. And uh, at the same time, he met many Indian community. And at Tahir Bagh in Portlaway, uh, near the Sandhavaj, yes. there was a reception for him. Oh. And he had emphasized again, Indian community, and any community for that matter, but he stressed on the Indian because they were working for the Indo-Mauritian who arrived here as Indo as indentured laborers. So they wanted them to study. Okay. So concentrate on education. Education is important for you to improve your life. And that is what continued by Dr. Rangula. Okay. Dr. Rangula wrote about that education. Yes, and that was and in his um, Sons of the Soil. Son of the Soil. Then after that, of course, his struggle started. He met people, mm -hmm. he talked to people, he went to the villages, he worked at times free for people. Because <laughs> in those days, doctors were given, I'm told, I was told by a couple of people, two rupees per visit. Oh, wow. Uh, so, but still, uh, two rupees at that time. At that still time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there is. So when he, he was there, he was interested in politics, and then he was noticed. He came to the notice of the administration, the then British uh, colonial. Uh, uh, authority. So he was writing um, articles, fiery articles for that matter, well, article. against the, the same administration who kind of... It was it. not uh, the type of things you read today. It was a balanced article. Okay. Very balanced. Pointing out the defects. What is the proposal? You don't come in one way traffic. It wasn't that. Okay. So he was a man like... We'll, we'll come back to this point. I will come that, back. As you say, it's like today. So. Yeah. I, I sense there's something in you. We can talk about the media after this, okay? right? So All right. He wrote that, he went around, so he started. At that time, there was only one political party, one at one, there were a couple of them, mm -hmm. but important was 1936. So, what parties were around at the time? 
There was uh, a party action liberal, PL. There was uh, the, the Labour Party uh, of uh, Dr. Furet. Uh, there so was a party. There was not a party system. It was created by Dr. Furet. So just just so just, just so that I can understand, at that time, what, what so Parliament was very different to what it is today. It was council. Well, the council government. So what does that mean? It was that you know. No, it's not like we have now. No, in 1886, for the first time. We had an election. At that time, in 1885, they created the Council of Government, where, for the first time, there would be elected members of the Council. Okay. An elective Council. has to make a difference. There were councils with nominated members. Okay. The government nominated those people yes. they wanted and that they When you say the government, the British administration. British administration. Imposed, imposed here. It was not imposed because well, there was a demand that there should be a council to run this country. When there was a council, this council was government-sponsored council. From UK? No, from UK. Yes. Every order came from UK. Okay. That's straight. The governor was the loudspeaker. The colonial secretary from the UK. So he's the first he, real loudspeaker. No one of he man. said, and this one, very Okay. They run by notification and all those things. Yeah. Now, that 1886 was the first one, after struggle, obviously, people at the time were struggling. They were not Indians, they were non-Indians. There were, there were other people who were struggling. So in 1886, you know, I'm taking you back a bit before I come to Ram Ram, you understand? Mm -hmm. your, your question is like that. Yeah. So what happened? 1886, government created, uh, a bit earlier, a council. A council of government that will have 28 members. So the UK government created the council yeah, the, the, of 28 members. Yeah, because it and was colonial. And, and these 28 members were people from the UK? No. 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 Okay. Yeah, I understand. For the first... Wanted, so the reason why is when, when you when you tell me sharing this beautiful story, just just put, just put make sure you use... When you say government, let's differ between UK government and Mauritian government. Yeah, there was yeah. no... Mauritian was not there. Forget Mauritius. Okay. It was a British colony. Owned by the British, colonized by the British, not mm -hmm. owned, but colonized by them. Gotcha. They stayed here. Yeah. And then they were running the country. And they were, and they were living here. I mean, they had people there. There's, there's like a British, pop, there's a UK population. There. <laughs> no, 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 no. There were a couple of them. There okay. were Europeans, there were French here before before the British arrived. Yeah. There were the French. Okay. I mean, the French population was here. All right. Then Indians started coming as laborers mm -hmm. and then all sorts of things. Slavery later was abolished, as you know. Yeah. <clears throat> it was already done. 1886, that council had to have 28 members. Yeah. 28 members, 18 will be government people. From the UK? No. UK imposed. Who are working for the government. Okay. Imposed by government. Governor will decide. The governor was the man. Yeah. And then ex-official members, they will be there. Okay. 18 of them. And or nominated also. Sure. 10 would be elected. By the, by the population. By the population. By the, by the population here. So yeah. the mixture of the French, the, the, the Indonesians. Well, who had the right? The there right. was there was some qualification for you own property, you own this. Won't go into the details. Okay, yes, I understand. But only those who could vote under the law. Yes. That is, they owned the property, they paid the rent. There were so many things. They could read, write. I'm not going to the details. We're not talking about the, uh, the, the conditions for vote. Of course, of course. Uh, it was limited. Yeah. Mauritius was divided at that time into nine constituencies which today you have your nine districts. Oh. <coughs> so 10 people will be elected from nine districts. Yes. Be very careful. How can there be nine districts and 10 elected? Yeah. <coughs> All the constituencies will have one. 
except for these two. Why was that? Because it was big, it was an administrative center, and a lot of people were there. When you say population, you're not talking in terms of geography then? No, 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 we are talking in terms, in terms of population. population. In terms of population, so it's population dense. So, mm-hmm. <coughs> these people were elected from there. So, 10 were elected, 18 were nominated people. So, you can see the balance. Yeah. Government will always win. Of course. So, that, the struggle started from there. Mm. People wanted wider representation, greater participation in administration. A say in their own country. Mm-hmm. So there were a number of smaller parties came on. There will be, uh, you know, a long struggle goes on until we arrive at this. So, so before, um, um, so before Chacha Sagarangolan went to England, he actually grew up under this yeah, piece, yeah. Under the system. Every and then day. he went to the UK <clears throat> and then he kind of said, well, hang on a minute, things need to change. Yeah. And then he brought these ideas back in order to change this balance. Sure. Like any other 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 other, other Mauritian who went to work, the Indo Mauritian who went to, to study in mean, abroad. Yes. They had that vision. Many didn't come back. Mm-hmm. Those who came back, they came because they were patriots. They wanted to do something. Yes. And so he went there. When he arrived here, as I told you, 36 or whatever he did. And then by 1940, slowly he was nominated by the British government as a nominated member. So in the council, is it is it the British governor? Yeah, nominated him, or was it the British? No, no, the, 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 I'm sure the British governor would have. He's the, the so yeah, he's yeah. So I'll say only the governor. So why did they choose him though? Uh, he was a representative of the community. He was educated. He was popular. There are many, many, many reasons, and the majority were Indians. Yeah, they wanted an Indian, someone to represent the Indian in the council. I understand. So he he went there. And then, uh, so he continued to work. If you read the debates of that time, you'll find him how, you know, strong he was in his argument. How, how some people say, oh, he defended the British. No. Wait, 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 where did you find these debates? You find them in the, in the legislative assembly. You have got a library. You have got the archives. You have got many. I mean, if people want to read, but people don't read in Mauritius, you know that. Mm, yeah, we uh, we bring that up too. Yeah, no, they don't read. Yeah. Like, you don't worry. It's all there. Okay. These are facts. People are more interested in fiction here, not in facts. Yes. The facts are there. Mm. You have only to look for it. The yeah. facts don't come to you. Yeah, you have, uh, to, you have to go to Muhammad, not the mountain. <laughs> this is the mountain don't come to Muhammad. Sure, sure. So, I mean, this, these are the things that exist. They were working. So, so, right. he was, so he was handpicked by the British in order to represent the community. Well, handpick. Everybody nominated members are always handpicked, but handpick of certain criteria. Yes. Your popularity, your education, your ability, and whether you are you are somebody who could uh, be of use to them. Oh. Uh, even today, it's like that. Whoever yes. is nominated has to support. But when he went there as a nominated man, representing the planters, sorry, the population and the planters and everybody, so he defended them. Yes. He defended the way it should, in a balanced way. Don't criticize for the sake of, for the sake of criticism. They criticized with a vision, with a reason, and this is what he done. That brought him up slowly. Okay. He was in the making. The leader was in the making. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened? 1936, the Labour Party was created. He was not a member of the Labour Party. Okay. The Labour Party was created. Mr. Curé was the leader, Dr. Curé, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there were one of those people, interpreters, a uh, lot of emphasis is put on him, Sahadeo. Uh, Pandit Sahadev. Pandit Sahadev was rather an interpreter in the group and uh, he joined in the group to explain the message of the party wherever they were holding meetings. And then 
to a number of other people, uh-huh. but they failed in elections. Mm-hmm. They couldn't win. Now, by that time, why, why, why did they? Do, why, why didn't they? But, lose uh, I mean, the voters. I mean, uh, mostly Franco Mauritians were voting, and other people they didn't like Curé. Curé's uh, way of Curé uh, uh, was a bit ambiguous. If you if you have to talk of Curé, mm-hmm. at one time he was pro France, and then at one time he was pro British. Okay. Uh, I tell it's a long talk. It's a long debate. Yeah. If we did, it will take two, three hours to talk on it. <laughs> okay. We'll keep so, that for some other time. No, no, no. The struggle is going on from all people, like Indians, non-Indians, colored, whatever. They wanted a change, better participation. I told you, from 1886, it remained the same. Mm. I mean, nominated, uh, more nominated, less uh, elected. So it was useless. You are elected to represent the people. You can't talk much for the people. So that struggle was for greater participation, mm-hmm. greater work, greater things for the people. Fight for the people. Better days for the country. <clears throat> Finally, the the England gave a new constitution. That new constitution was this? Nineteen forty-seven. Nineteen forty-seven. That was a new. Constitution. So from 1886 Parliamentary went on the same way. It was based on the way England runs the parliament. Okay. But I'm on the same type of debate, the same. Of course, we've years, you know, you have addition, the way it has changed. Uh-huh. It doesn't remain static, you know. Of it's course. So, so, so in 47, what was it like? Uh, well, majority of people were not voting. There were few voters. So there was a new voting system arrived. Those who could read and write and possess certain qualifications and all that could vote. Okay. So in those days, another struggle started oh. for the election that was to come in 1948. Mm-hmm. Good. Now, the brothers played a big role in that. They went from one rural area to the other, teaching people how to sign their name. Okay. I always say with a touch of humor, yeah. they didn't teach them as They were teaching Hindi, obviously. They, they were very much promoting education. But that came, you must know how to sign your name to vote. Okay. Meaning, you must know how to read and write. Yes. So to write, you must sign. Yes. When you go to... So what happened? He showed them, between code, how to draw their name. <laughs> draw their names. That's what I say. Yeah. So, so, so if you have to draw my name, how would... It's a, it's a Hamish. Yeah. So if you know the alphabet, you didn't know Hindi. Yeah. So they'll say, H is written like this. One stick here, one stick here, one stick here. Yeah. This like this, like that. One round, one stick. And then you put it. Oh, got you. In Hindi, yeah. uh, uh, so three, uh, a stick, another stick, this, ah, uh, and then like that. Yeah. You know, people didn't know. They know, ah, this is my name. So okay. he was writing it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if somebody, what's your name? Hamish. Yeah. Uh, well, funny. So he writes Hamish. Yeah. Hamish. Okay. Beyond that, very little knowledge. Okay. So the 1948 election came, wider the vote, it, uh, more people went to vote. <coughs> and uh, 
There were supposed to be 20 members of the Council of Government, mm -hmm. 19 to be elected. Oh, so 20 members on the council, 19 to be elected. Uh, the governor was on the council. The, the, the governor, 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 governor. British governor. What was his name? I forgot now. I can see. Okay, it's not yeah, it. it will be in the book. I'm yeah, sure yeah, it will be in the book. Uh, yeah. No, the book hasn't come yet. Uh, but It's uh, in the works. I'll tell you what work was there. Unpublished uh, things are there. The published, I'll tell you what was there. Okay. Uh, I movement. So, election was, there was no party. Hmm. People stood in the election. Before my little group. Let's say you stand in constitution number X. So three of them is there. So they form a group. So, so it was like that. Mm -hmm. So finally, the election result came. Ramplam was elected. Three of them. Oh. Uh, with Vakji and other people. Yeah. So what happened is important. Out of that 19 elected, 11 were in abolition. Okay. The power changed. Oh, and that was 48 elections. Power change. What caused this shift? What was More it? Indians went to vote. Because then you had, because thanks to the Bissundayal brothers, they were able but to But not for them. I mean, the struggle was for everybody. But sure. they also were sure. somebody. People, Ayam, Gulam, and all the leaders of the time. They were, no, there was only one. Sure. But Bissundayal had a great contribution in teaching the Indians also, many of the mm. Indians to vote. I mean, we can't give credit to one person. Of course, of course. Uh, but, but one of the main factors would be the fact that the conditions to vote would be able to... Reading and writing. Yeah, and because they could do that, that allowed that shift to occur. Obviously, that's quite right. You said yeah. there, I'm sure there are other things behind Yeah, it. of course. But without that... Nothing, they couldn't vote. Yeah. The power changed. Okay. It, as you say, the Indomolition started running. Mm. The trouble in that election was... No Muslim was elected. Oh, how come? I can't explain. I haven't done any research. Yeah. But the trouble is, they were the leaders. Huh? I oh. mean, they were defending the Indian community. Yes. But none of the leaders, none of them were elected. Not even importantly. Razak Muhammad lost the election. That's, that's a bit shocking. Yeah, that's shocking. It's quite telling, actually. It was telling for the, for the Muslim community. You know, at that time, there were, it's a plural society. Yes. Everybody wanted... Ah, this my representative will fight for us and things like that. It's you know, pretty tough on those guys at the time because well, there was no such thing as one people. Never it was. Okay, it's a myth when people say one nation, one people. It never existed. There were always white, black, yellow, green. It was always like that. Yes. Uh, oh, it was latent. Mm -hmm. It was not you know as open as it is today. Yes. Uh, but at that time, it was there. It was always there. Uh, there was also the among the Hindus, the high, the low, and it it, it it was there. Yes. When it came to voting, I don't know what happened. I have never done that analysis. The voting behavior has been right. Nothing has been done. Okay. Uh, I don't think even the university has done research on that. Okay. The voting behavior from from forty eight even today. Because mm. that would be, be pretty interesting to understand the mindset yeah. of highest. It is important to understand to to make a country. You need to understand it's. It's, it's, it's a constitutional development. Yes. What are its drawbacks? Mm. How can we correct that drawback? Yes. We are living on drawbacks. Yes. We are making that, uh, I mean, the cleavage is bigger. People want to divide and divide and divide. Because the thing is, if we understand, that if we are where we are today, and we understand voting behavior today. But then, is it a learned behavior, or is it a behavior that we've inherited from the past? So, if we understand, it was a reinforced behavior. That's it. I'll call it this. So, I think it's interesting. It'd be really good if you actually, if someone, hopefully yourself, 
who, who can find out, well, what explains the fact that the Bishindo brothers helped to help the population to read and write? And then we had that shift. But then why? I mean, I'm sure they must have taught the Muslim brothers and sisters all, how, to, all of them. how to write. But if they, if they were able to write and go and vote, then I would have thought that they may have promoted some of their own leadership. Yeah. So it's quite telling how even though the Muslim community were voting, but and yet they didn't get a representative. Now I think that's a little bit, you know, that's pretty interesting. I have not out. made any study of that. I, I, I must confess, mm. I've read only through the archives. Yes. Uh, I cannot explain, but what happened in 1948 when the Muslim was not elected, it, there was a flutter in the community. It, it, yes, understandable. Yeah. Normal. Yeah. Because, yeah. hey, everyone, you know, there's the general, the, we didn't call the general population at that time. Ah, oh, there are, what do you have? Christians, there are this, Hindus. Yeah. Where is the Muslim? Of course. What will happen to the Muslim? Yeah, yeah. So you see that community yeah. rallied and they said, we must fight for, for having a majority. They would that which makes sense. No. no. But that is a seed of division. Election brought that seed. Oh. So so basically we we didn't have a clear-cut division before the now election. it starts. It's the election that there was a, as I said, it was a later division. But it came in the open. Where is my share? But therefore, you can argue that the 1948 election was the most determining election ever. For many things. For many things and for generations to come, including today. Of course, it's easy to understand. The repercussions are still being felt. It's easy to understand. You had an Indian government. Let us, we are not being communal, I hope. Yes, yes. No, it's the Indian fact. government. History. In that Indian government, anyone at that time was elected from different... For example, Mr. Varji was elected together with Dr. Rangulam in the constituency. Mm -hmm. Mr. Bhakti comes from a Gujarati family, mm -hmm. but still he was elected. So that, that division among the Hindu were lesser, mm -hmm. they were voting. But what happened after that? 1953, CM was there, and Comité d'Action Musulman created by the... And this is a reaction clearly to yeah. the fact that they didn't have a representative. They wanted to fight for a representative. Yeah, yeah. So they had to rally their people. Of course, of course. Uh, so for the first time, Razak Muhammad was elected in 1953. Oh, brilliant. So, so they managed to get some, yeah. Okay, then. Now, this, now the political parties understood, divide to stay. Oh. This continue, I'm not going in detail, we're talking of Ram Gulam, I want to come back sure. to that. Yes, absolutely. It all went just a fleeting thing. I mean, the moment uh, the election was over, groups started. By 1967, the division was put in the constitution. Okay. Where you have got four communities, you see Hindus, Indo-Mauritian, Muslims, then uh, Sino-Mauritian, then where to put the general, uh, where to put the Christians and others. So they took all of them, all Christians, put in one box, called the general population. Which is this? 1967 constitution. 1967. So therefore, the, what we, what the political climate we are in now is based between 1948 and 1967. And to understand that period would help you understand. You have to understand why it all happened. Yes. They had to unite people. Why and the how? Yeah. No, they were easy. They wanted to unite people. Yeah. By uniting, they had to divide. Okay. It was divided. The they the divided. They can be. But yeah. in their division, they were united. It's like, it's like, it's like that saying, in order to make an omelette, you need to break a few eggs. Exactly. This is yeah. what happened 
then. So after 1967, the, the process has continued even today. Mm -hmm. Even as you know, today when you talk of constitution, you talk of development, you talk of progress of the country, talk of one people. It's all bullshit. It doesn't exist. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's a lie if people come to tell you. It's virtue Number one, let us say it's, it's visible. You see it. When I select a candidate, mm -hmm. do I select his competency? No. I select his mediocrity. Yes, of course. As much as yeah. he can bootlick. Yeah, okay. And he must belong to a certain caste and community. Mm. Do you think that makes one people? No, no. It divides. Yes. It, it keeps dividing. Yes. And those people will use that. Hey, we are my people, my people. They make it. The majority group will always have one of it. But, but, but even though it is like that, and I agree with you, but that we can't blame them for doing that. No, that, no, no. That worked since 1948. <clears throat> we are not blaming anybody. Mm -hmm. It's not a blame. The system has continued. Had we, after 1948, started speaking as one people, then it would be different. Then one. We, but we, we are all Mauritian, all who stay here. Those who are qualified, capable, will some people will choose. Yes. People should have been built around that Mauritian concept. Gotcha. Now we have built people as Hindus, mm. Muslims. Yes. And finally, there are high Muslim, low Muslim, high Hindus, low Hindus. It gets even worse. And, you know, we have divided and subdivided us. And this will continue forever. Yes. It is not going to change. So it's because like, yeah. power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, so that's identity oh. politics, basically. Identity. Identity, identity politics, yeah. Uh, if we have to change, I don't know how, but I'm no expert in changing. <laughs> so, Rangulam basically, so when so, he came back, he came he back, came back he came wanted to unite. So Let me tell you, Rangulam wanted to unite in a period of division. So, we're talking 48 to No, as I said, there was no open division. Okay. There was a feeling, oh, uh, he's a Muslim. He's very well. It, it was latent. Yeah, it was there. The surface. Uh, they can fight for little things here and there. 1936, 1938, and even earlier, there were clashes within communities. So how did Rangulam manage to navigate this? I mean, it must be pretty difficult. Well, but uh, people respected a doctor, we are talking of Sir Sagar now. Yes. Remember that. Yes, yes. Don't mix up. Yeah. Uh, because when I say Hamish, I'm talking to you. Yeah, of course. Not to other Hamish. Yes, of course. I'm talking only about that Sir's history. Yeah. Because I research. Then he tried it. But the system, after 1948 election, the system decided that everybody wanted the share. Had it been that, say, a Muslim community was elected at the time, perhaps we have fought differently. I understand. Perhaps, I say. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I said perhaps. Yes. I, but it wasn't there. It started. So everybody wanted to ask share. There are many things that has happened. This is another study. You can talk a lot how the division went on. Yes. There were a lot of things that has happened. Mm -hmm. But anyway, Dr. Ramgram tried. Yeah. But while he tried, there were other divisions that came in because of the system that went on. And then we had the party system after 67. Yeah, yeah after party system after 59 started. 59. So it emerged for the... 1967 was election was held on a party system. For example, the Independence Party, <laughs> the party that fought for independence, yes. was represented by Party Tabaist Labour Party, CAM, the Committee of Action Musulman, 
and IFB, IFB, Independent Forward Bloc, mm -hmm. which was uh, Bissondayal's brother's party. And, and the fight for independence, um, was that something that they wanted they wanted to get rid of the whole the whole system of um, British rule completely, or no. did it emerge naturally? No, no, no. They wanted a better say in the administration. I mean, a greater say. They were right for it. They said, we want independence. We work, but within the Commonwealth. Okay. Uh, I mean, they never went, uh, went away from Britain. Mm -hmm. I mean, they wanted it. And then it was a time. Self-determination. That time of history, if you look at, you are from Britain, you are born there, you have read British history, you have done, you have done law, and you know that. Mm -hmm. At that time, Britain wanted to get rid of this. Yeah, after the Second World yeah, War. They, they didn't want. Yeah, they, well, uh, well, basically, that's an interesting story that people don't understand. Um, what happened was, after the Second World War, Britain was in serious debt. Yeah. And in order for them to rebuild, they had to go to the United States. Then the United States imposed conditions and said, you have to get rid of all your colonies and then peg everything to the dollar. That was that it was only based on that decision that independence was granted. It yeah. wasn't something that the British thought like, okay, this is a good thing. No, no. they had no choice. No choice. They no had no choice. choice. Yeah. So that's another part of this. Thing. So then independence came. So to close this chapter, I tell you, surprisingly, I'm not going beyond that. Mm -hmm. In 1968, when we got independence, yes. Uh, so we had uh, later on, you know. Dr. Ramgulam was the Prime Minister, we know all the story. He was here up to 1982, 82 he lost the election, he was thrown out. Sir Niru Chaknan became the Prime Minister, but he, he was made the Governor General. I mean, Dr. Sir Sivsagar, SSR I call now. SSR was, uh, became the Governor General. And uh, things went on until he, he passed away. Yeah. But what is very surprising, the man who started this struggle, from his student days, mm -hmm. I underscore this. From his student days, he had a mind to liberate his country. And he did. He did, with the support of a lot of other persons. Of course, it wasn't uh, easy. <coughs> even uh, the last prime minister, I mean, uh, Sani Rood worked with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was the labor minister at one time. Okay. So he, he represented us at the uh, London Conference okay. 65 for independence. He was there. That is another story. Sure. For him, it's another story yeah. with that. But when you were asking about Rangulam, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you the story. Oh. So since that, he passed away also. There is not one single book, research book on the person. Mm. I did that. There are books written by, you know, you pack my back, I pack yours. Yeah, I understand. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. he was poor. Somebody said very poor. Leader worship. Uh, no, but yeah. he was very poor. He had the, it was well, where the hell did they get that? Yeah. Have you ever heard a poor black person going to England? No, no. They couldn't take a bullock cart to go to Port Louis. Yeah. How can you? Of course. There's no research. They are based on hearsays. Okay. They write it. And then, at one time, I can tell you, uh, it just comes to my mind. At one time, <coughs> Dr. Kisun Singh Hazari Singh mm -hmm. was the private secretary of Dr. Rafula, the premier. Yeah, Wait, what years are we talking about? Uh, roughly. Before, roughly. Uh, before independence. Okay. Before, and after independence also. Okay. He was an intellectual doctor uh, from Sorbonne. He had got his degree and all that. A nice man. I have <laughs> I had the chance to be with him. Uh, for many times, we have walked a long way together. I mean, he liked to give me advice. You know, we were young and mm -hmm. you used to go very intellectual. So, 
he had started writing after independence yes around around i'll tell you around 1969 in advance newspaper i forgot to tell you advance was created in 1940s by dr rangulam and group of friends mm -hmm. to fight and the first editor was anand bijada who later became and, and advance was basically to share the ideas of the revolutionaries at the time yeah, of, 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 was he was like was it was it in those early editions of advance he was thumbprint too was that it was it in that that he was Can you give me one book, the history of social studies in Mauritius, of of social work? Do you have a book on economic development in Mauritius? No, no. We don't have anything. And and what's really funny is that people will argue, who will listen to this will say, no, there are that there are such works, but they're like you said. Then a lot of it is on hearsay and personal opinion, yeah. rather than it coming from hard facts from yeah. the archives. Well, there are yeah. a couple of people who have written articles. Yes, research articles are there on Iran. But is there if somebody comes from UK yeah. and says, "I want to know the history of your economic development," mm. is there a book? No, no. <clears throat> is there a book on social development? No. Is there a book on cultural development? Mm. Who has done a research on? The social life of the indentured labor. I'm sure, the University of Mauritius would would conduct these. Give it to me, I'll make it. There are research. Yeah. But to help students in certain areas, not that they are not doing anything. Can sure. you say that? Yes. They do good work. Well, but it's not that when you go, let's say, I go to India, where I have worked for many years, journalist. Mm -hmm. If you look for history of culture, history of economy, economic thoughts. Everything is there. Mm. You don't have to invent the wheel. Yeah. Here, we don't have even the tire. <laughs> But they were jarred. No. <laughs> Not even that. Yeah. Like Shakil says, nothing yeah. is there. Yeah. So it's surprising. There is no book even in the struggle of, of Razak Mohan. Mm. He has done a lot. Because the thing is, what I take away from <coughs> from, from this. Beautiful expose you've done, man. And the works. I mean, obviously, it's still in work in progress. There's two things that that strike me. The first thing is Mauritius between 1948 and 1967. Okay, that period there. That that has defined. That is another thing. That defined the independent Mauritius. Yes, that defines us. Okay. And the second thing is um, is the fact that why why is it that from that period what has happened. To bring us to where we are today, that division. So, so I think that that is that is really important. That period there, and I think more studies need to be done on this. Um, studies from 1936-48 is one part. Okay, the the, the lead. 48 to yeah, 67. Yeah, it's another two parts. 67 to today. Third part. Third part. Now, because, in within there are many other areas. Because if you imagine, okay, imagine this. Tasha Angula, Sir Sir He had. He, he wanted to unite liberate Mauritius. He yeah. goes to England. Yeah. He studies. Becomes a doctor. 
goes to all the Fabian societies, with the Indian societies, gets some ideas, he comes back, he comes back with a purpose. Yeah. With a passion. Yeah. Now he's driven by a passion. So when he was getting involved in politics, he had the plan and it was very selfless. Yeah. He wanted to bring a change to the country. And based on that self, because he could have just said, you know what, I'm a doctor, not many of us, I could make money. He would stay not, there. Stay there. But he came back and, and he had a purpose, he was driven, he had ambition in order to bring about a result, which he did. And what's really interesting with that is that it's very entrepreneurial in itself. Because nowadays, when, you, when people want to get into politics, you can count on your fingers <laughs> how many people are doing it for the benefit of the country rather than their self-serving purpose. Yeah. So there's two things here. There's the man. So we need a book. Um, we need someone like yourself, hopefully, because um, you, you're a celebrated writer anyway. Um, if we can find out about the mindset of the man, and then from that we draw the characteristics and the values that drove him, and that should be able to give us, act as an inspiration for us, in order for us to become a good lawyer, uh, a good doctor, a good planter, a good whatever. So there's two things here. Yeah. And it's a very important period. Of course it is. As I said, I don't have a book to tell me how he rose to be a leader mm. from I mean, who he was, in England. the characteristics, his growing up, his education, his environment. The influence. Who influenced him? His dad, his mom, his family. What, made, what gave him that fire? How that worked, how the Fabian society worked on him. What was that effect or the, 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 of, of the uh, Indian society there? Mm. There are so many things. The makings of Rangula. Yeah. Or makings of the, the person, The person. The person. Yeah. This was important. Mm. Nothing is there. I did all the research. There are, as I said, small books here and there. Yes. But they are here, but my back, I back yours. It doesn't give me really a picture. An unbiased view. Unbiased. The here and there. What yeah. was the good? What was the bad? Yeah, the good decisions he took, the bad decisions he took. Because surely you make enemies. The, you know, so you'll have problems. The, you know, you'll have... Another bus of the first and me, him, in this country. If you sell 100 copies, you are called a best writer. Yeah, yeah. And if you distribute 200 copies, yeah. 50 will be read, mm. 150 will be kept on the shelf. Yeah. Well, at least someone's writing. <coughs> That's I true. Mean, we have to start But some... it costs money. Yeah. It costs money. Can you imagine to publish a book how much it costs? Well, yeah, but that's really interesting to bring that up because I keep, like I keep telling you, you know, you don't necessarily need to, to um, have a book published in, in, in hardback. I mean, um, I've got a book on Amazon. Yeah. You see? And what it is on Amazon. Kindle. Yeah, you get it on Kindle, so you've got a choice. Either you buy a hard hard copy, which costs you a little bit more, but the thing is, Amazon will do the, the binding and everything for me. Yeah. I don't have to worry about that. And then you can even download it as a PDF. Yeah, now, but, it's, now it's possible. Now it's, but the disadvantage that we have in Mauritius is, Mauritius, unfortunately, you can't sell anything on Amazon. No. Because it will not accept a bank account from here. Yes. See, and that is an issue. And I think they should look into it. If they manage to liberalize that, if, if, if whoever's listening can get Amazon to accept Mauritius bank accounts, then perhaps you can get more people willing to publish. Sure, books. there'll be more people will come up with real good stuff. Yeah. Your bad stuff, you won't sell. Of That's course. Simple yeah, like let that. the market decide. You let the market decide. Mm. I mean, I'll tell you when I wrote the government's book, I mean, it's a research book. Mm. How many copies do you think I sold in Mauritius? All right. According to you. Based on the way you're looking at me, I'll say maybe about 
four copies, five copies. I distributed many. Yeah. About 200 copies were sold. Okay. That because they knew me. Okay, yeah. And, uh, but in India, many people bought it. Okay. Thousands. Okay. In the UK, it was sold. Yeah. Used by university people. Oh, okay. Uh, there are a number of, uh, there are research students mm-hmm. for their graduation, low graduation, have yeah. made use of that book. In all world references, you can find me there. Mm-hmm. We always get, hey, your book has been referred to their you know, the institution sent you. But in Mauritius, you never hear anything. Why, why is that, though? I mean, we... we they don't we, read. Simple yeah, as that. Yeah, but we pride ourselves on being like a very... And when you were in school. No, you were not in Mauritius school. Anyway, no, you were from right here, is it? Yeah, I was at college. Uh, at the high school. Yeah. There was a reading culture. Yes. Among students. Yeah. Because there were no other things. Yeah, But not all, all those who read. Yeah. I worked in one of the international schools in Mauritius. One time, I'll tell you. I'm in the uh, International School where I work. Children never had to be told to read. They were reading. It was a culture. Well, I promoted also in my class. I said, even if you don't do my homework, it's all right. If you read, yeah. they would read. But I would question, what are you reading? Yeah, of course. Well, that is a check. Yeah. They would read books. If somebody reads, it creates you know, knowledge mm-hmm. and it helps writers also to come out. Einstein's. Unfortunately, this culture is not there in our schools. Mm. This is very bad. You know, in uh, some time, uh, in the past, there was a student who used to go to the library classes. They would be exposed to books. But you know what happened? In some of the schools, children were given toll magazines and other stuff on the table to read. The books were kept in shelf under lock and key. What is the use of a library? Mm. It happens even today. Children don't, don't get that. Ah, uh, they have much to do. So they concentrate on the textbook. And textbooks do not take you far. Textbooks are written by like past people. Yes. The past experience. Mm. They give you the pitfalls for a good, but they don't tell you how to go forward. To go forward, you have to read other things. So we have a passive learning style. And then what is the learning happening in this country? Whether you take any school, most schools, I won't say any, most schools, Children are never taught the way should. Our teaching is blackboard chalk talk method. The I still remember when I went to teach at the British Institute of Education. My first class was history, history of British. I stood there, class, adults, 26-year-old, 25-year-old adults teaching. So we were teaching methodology and history. They listen to me. Stare at me, happy, shook on the bench, laugh, smile, nodded. It was nice. I said, oh, they're understanding. At the end of the first class, three fingers up. Sir, will you be giving us notes? Can you imagine in a tertiary institution, people expecting notes? But you should take your own notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't. In school, Secondary schools, which I have seen, teachers come with past papers from the very first day. First day of teaching. Uh, okay, you have the past papers, all right, this is a question, this is the etiquette, you give examples. But if you are giving examples, why would you buy books? Yeah. If your notes are books, why do you give notes? Doesn't make sense. You teach people how to discover that knowledge. Yes. I believe in discovery learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tell something. Mm-hmm. 
I tell you one class what I did. People were not reading books. HSC class. I asked them to contribute money. Some 200 rupees each. It was an HSC class. So I selected a list of books. Different books. 30 books. They gave the money. Not my money. I bought 30 books. Those 30 books. Then I gave each one one book. I had a list. Who has what, who has, and a range of. So you have one week to read it. And we'll question. Right? Those who won't read, will have it. Yeah. So they go to read. So next week or 15 days, depending on the type of books you're giving. He arrives. Okay, today we have a talk. You read this book. Let us see from you what we have. Now they knew their turn will come. Okay. So they had to read the books. Yeah. Now after that, it was changed to another one. It goes on. Mm -hmm. By the end of the 30 cycle, the one who has the book, the last book, yes. so in. Yes, okay. I return them the books. Yes. One principal said, why do you have to make them buy books? Hmm. This is one incident. So to tell you, you have to create that culture. Understand. Yeah. Even for small children, storybooks, you must know how to tell the story. I tell stories, another story. I cook the stories. Yes. But if you are a teacher, you must know how to make stories. Hmm. The elements of a story, the structure of the If you can create, you can create stories with anything. Mm -hmm. So there need be a conflict, there is a subject, there is a development, there is a climax. Nobody does that. Children are not done. So where do you get these people to read books? So would you say if, 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 if this has changed, is it a policy issue? No, it's not a policy issue. I think. Uh, I don't know. I can't explain. I'm not there. But this should create. The system itself must change. Yeah, but the system has to be changed by those setting educational policy. Yeah. For example, for years, there's a guy called Ayes like Peters. Even, even if we do change educational policy, do we have the correct personnel with ah, the that's appropriate training that, in order for them to dismiss? Let's give it to another time. Yeah. So we don't <laughs> delve into that. Because I think there's that, there's that, isn't that McGregor thing? What's its name? There's this pyramid uh, of learning. Uh, yeah, no, you have a structure to What's go by. Bloom, Bloom, uh, Bloom Taxonomy. Bloom Taxonomy, taxonomy. yes. Yes. Bloom taxonomy. There are others also, Tangies, yes. and there are many. Yeah. Uh, you must know the stages of development. Yeah. A child who is uh, under seven, zero to seven, seven to ten. How do you set question? How do you push the guy to study? Yeah. Uh, don't they apply this? Some may be applying. I don't know. I'm so basically, so basically, when you say some, basically, some some teachers. Some teachers might be. Some teachers, but yeah. it's not like. But you know, in most school, teachers don't even prepare their work plan. Yeah. They think that what they did last year is the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And this repeats. But if you repeat, I don't say they you don't. don't say, well, I understand. I, understand. I don't know, but yeah. some of them prepare at all. Yeah. I knew a guy. He was he had about five years past papers. Mm -hmm. He had worked it five years or six years back. Yeah. And he would come to he was doing French. He would give the same translation, same stuff every year. Yeah, yeah. In and out. So there was no change. But this is not education. This is no education. Yes. This is certificates. Yeah. yeah. Certificate is distributed like vegetables, mm. you know, free, free delivery. But that would just devalue the, that would devalue the certificates, you know. Well, um, surprisingly, I won't name the university. Yeah. There was a, an educationist in Mauritius. His name was Kaitan mm -hmm. Nice guy. Good educationist. One day we were talking. I have met him once or twice. I was young with him. 
I said, you know, I'm sorry to tell you, there are universities which are only extension of a secondary school. <laughs> this point said to yeah. me. <laughs> I said, why do you say that? He said, choke, talk, and said it again. Choke, talk, says it. I love that. That's cool. This is, yeah. so that shouldn't happen. Mm. You know, some students I know, if you really want to do humanities science, which I know, you don't have to stay two years in school. Come to me. In one month, I'll prepare you. <laughs> and you may end up with a distinction. Yeah, yeah. History, social science, economics, and all this. Mm. You come there. One month is enough. Yeah. I know how to do it. It's really funny you should mention this because quite a few people, I have had one, um, Abdel, um, he's the um, director owner of JFA Insurance, and he was telling me that, you know, it's basically, like, for example, he has maths graduates yeah. that come and work for him. And sometimes he's like, okay, this is the cost price of the, this policy. Now, if you remove the VAT, how much is, is that? And they can't work it out. And no. these people have got A in mathematics. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, what he's noticed is that these guys are taught just to pass an exam, yeah. but they're not taught how to apply the knowledge. You see, it's application. And, and do, you, do you think, I mean, it's really interesting because you're not the first person to bring this issue up. I've had Veronique Papillon, who's a French teacher on in La Confiance, um, and she's also raising similar issues. And then it's funny how this is mentioned, yet we're seeing a definite um, degradation, okay, of yeah. the quality of education in Mauritius. Yet when you look at the policy side, nothing is being done. No. And it's strange. It's like, are they not alive to the fact that education standards are getting worse, teaching has changed a little bit. So maybe if they really wanted to make Mauritius become an education hub, with look, at the end of the day, we're moving away from agriculture. Mauritius is no longer reliant on the sugar industry, so, and we have to compete in a, in a very competitive world, okay? So therefore, we need to have a highly educated um, uh, population. Population, of course. But in order to do that, it's thinking. Thinking power, creative power, like the Singaporeans, for yeah. example. But therefore, you have to make sure that they, these guys, when they got school, they're taught how to think, mm -hmm. not taught how to learn by heart. And Your cognitive ability. That's it. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, I'm no expert. You are. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I'm not an expert. Yeah, well, well, you kind of know <laughs> your, with your experience in education, right? Yeah. I'm just thinking like, well, these guys who are setting up the policies yeah. at the top level, do they not see this? I don't know. I don't work with them. I can't say. But I'm I don't know their difficulties. I don't know their obstacles. I don't know why. Uh, there are a couple of things they could have done, or I don't know what is it. Resources. I really can't explain. Yeah, because yeah, unless you go and find out from them. Yeah. Well, but what is there the teacher himself can bring in that revolution? You see, when I, I I went to teach in one of the international schools, I first uh, I, I still remember Dr. Ian Galifard mm -hmm. who interviewed me. He had a history background, and history background, had a law background, and I had to, you know, all sorts of background. Yeah. So he told me, by the way, how do you teach history? Okay. So I looked at him, I said, what do you mean? If you have a syllabus, I'll stick to the syllabus also, mm -hmm. but that syllabus has a way to teach. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, if you go to the class, they say, you Trajans, how do you teach? So I told him, I won't take the book. I'll put the book on the table, but I'll tell them this page will read later. But today we'll do it. Let's play. Hmm. He, this is all my interview. He said, you are in. <laughs> <laughs> I said, but there's no interview aside. What's the interview? Yeah. 
And when I went there, I got a huge salary at the time, mm -hmm. more than what you got outside. So he said, I'll do the class for you today. Let me see how you react. Mm -hmm. He comes there. Hi, students, this is your new teacher for history and business and and I said, but today I like this really the class with you. I'll continue that class. He had attended one of the classes. Mm -hmm. He was so much impressed. Yes. Well, there he comes here. He said, "We'll do." So the children said, "Huh?" Because headmaster is there. So he took his two, you know, hands and they closed it. I said, "What do you find here?" Something, sir. <laughs> okay. He lifted up. Yeah. No, the backside of, of, of an animal. Maybe this, sir. But what animal could be? What is doing? It make them discovery. Mm. Until it comes out, there was a bull type. You know, the bull. Uh -huh. Said, so do you think it was important for them? Yes, sir. So they started thinking how that community mm. had bull, cows and all that. So they'll never forget that. Yes. It was a way to bring the concept, discover by you. Okay. The teacher guides the discovery. I understand. The teacher doesn't tell, guides. When they go astray, he brings them back. That's the role of a teacher. And this is how you teach even economics, even business. You don't have to tell them what are the functions of a sole trader. The guy is remember. But start telling. You are the retailer. What would you be doing first in the morning? Or let's say, if you want to start a business, what do you need? Money. Yes. Money, sir. Then, all right. We like money. Where do you get that money from? Loan, sir. This is what they will say. Put loan. Do you think the bank will give you loan? Do you have anything? I will ask, sir. Okay. I'll ask. So it goes like that. Yeah. Until you tell them to understand that it's not money, you need capital. But is capital enough? I want you to start a business, let's say, making cars. Mm. No, sir, but I must know something. Oh, so capital is not important now. What is important? I must know the thing. So how do you call that? Mm. So you have knowledge, you know? So you have to build knowledge, capital, experience. So the child, whenever he answers, uh, what are the factors important for starting a business? You know, ah, nice. I need this, I need this, but first thing I need this, this, this. This is what is required, but this is the pitfalls. So he understands it. You are teaching them the concept. Mm -hmm. I mean, teaching has a different approach. It's funny you should say that because um, one of my other guests, cover crop director, um, Kobe, he was saying that at school, you're taught to become an employee. <laughs> you're not educated to become an employer. Because these ideas, the way you're teaching, you're, you're learning through discovery with the teacher guides, that will actually help that person, that child, when he's older and he's facing the real life, how to reason and look at life. You see, and, and this is why I think that we're having a lot of issues nowadays where people can't really think for themselves um, because they haven't been given the tools for that at the, at the, at the beginning. So we need, to, we need to allow people to think and to rationalize and to basically look at a situation and deduct for themselves using their own personal experience on how to come up with a decision. Mm. Um, and I think that this would be, you know, this will affect basically the future of this country. You know, <laughs> I don't blame the teachers. Mm. No, many of them know the techniques. Yeah. Let me tell you that. 
Many of them has gone through education schools. So they, they know that yeah. the trouble is the Mauritian population now find the fault with them. They put a prize on who gives the best results. The Teachers are measured by the result that the teacher gives. Okay. Not by the education he provides. Mm. How we make the children pass. Ah, that's an A-class teacher. So it's the quantity of pass rate rather than the quality that of... That determines the, the, the teacher. So the teacher has to work for his bread. Yeah, of course, of course. He's in a system that, you know, imprisons him mm. to do that so that he survives. The day he doesn't... You know, I've seen private tuition. <laughs> it reminded me that. If a teacher doesn't give belts, he's not a good teacher. Even in private tuition. Really? Yeah. I knew of an accounts teacher who would move from one class to the other, private tutor. He would put an ex uh, one of the, of the problems and then he will write the solution. Yeah. Then he goes to other class. It goes on like that, the problems. What are you learning? Yeah. yeah. Okay, the guy knows, okay, if I put this, happens this, happens this, happens this. You know, but these things can be done on a computer today. Mm. The computer does it. Yeah. What is you must know how to think, mm. how to move ahead. Because to follow up on that, um, I did my LLB at the University of Law, um, and then and basically the syllabus was created not by an educational system, by the magic law firms in the UK. So the top five law firms got together and they created a syllabus. Now the teachers weren't just teachers of law; they were former barristers and solicitors. Yes. So when we were taught, well, not well, obviously not all universities, but where I went at the U Law, we were taught from real barristers with real syllabus. And the advantage we had over those from Oxford and the Cambridge and the QMW was that we could work straight away. Yeah. Because we were taught hands-on approach on how to tackle the law and we had the theory on the side. Yeah. You see? And I think that nowadays, like for example, if you have an accounts teacher at HSE level, now he's okay to take the syllabus, but that accounts teacher will have no idea what it's like to be an accountant. Yeah. Whereas you can get an accountant to teach accounts. Because there's, there'll be that practical element. Yeah. Therefore, that work, that, that, that student, when he gets into the workforce, he is prepared to start work. And that's where a lot of employers have problems. And you can think of it ahead. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so that's why sometimes you call them fake teachers. Uh, you, you know, even for teaching law, as you said, uh, if you look in my book, I think you've got a copy of my book, yeah, you will see how to teach law. Mm -hmm. How to approach law by case studies. Yes, because you did your LLM, right? Yeah, I did. I did my LLM, Master of Law. And uh, I'll tell you, I didn't study the textbooks as such. Mm. I look at a problem, I, I solve the problem. Of course, I look at reference. Of course, of course. Yeah. I kept on referring. Yeah. But uh, we have a chapter in that, how to approach legal studies. Okay. That is the very first thing. And this is written by a friend of mine who's, who was incidentally my lecturer to become friend. And we wrote the book together, yeah. you know, a couple of things. Uh, Ronan Fairey. Okay. Ronan Fairey came from England, uh, you know, high qualification doctor, Ronan Fairey. Yeah. And uh, he got it after two days in car. We became very friendly. Mm -hmm. He thought I was a lord stuff and yeah. said, no, 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 I, I want to study. But I want to study like that, I have my own way. Yeah. So he conducted that research and it worked. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, this is how we study law. Law is studying for all, you know, to find ahead, not to know the past. This is history. Yes. Law is history. If I take it, I finish, I do. 
what is the hell of that? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to recount stories sure. about what is happening. Yeah. I want to know what can be done in future. Yes. Uh, this is the legal mind. Mm. No, who that uh, 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 that writer? Uh, it's very famous. Uh, the first book that we all uh, read when we uh, read law, mm. um, learning the law. Oh, uh, gosh. William, uh, William. Uh, Oh, <laughs> anyway, I'll talk. I'll, I'll remember. It's a small blue book. Yeah, exactly. Ah, learning the law. Oh. <laughs> learning the law. That's a, How can I not remember this? So, right. You know, learning the law, it's easy. The easiest exam. Yeah. But getting a legal mind is difficult. Yeah. yeah. So, so, to get a legal mind, your study should be approached in a different way. Hmm. That it shouldn't be the same. Huh? Uh, what was his name? Uh, it will come, it will come. Yeah, anyway, I just thought, but yeah, it's years back, remember my age now. <laughs> I don't remember so quickly as this book was. So, I mean, studies or education has to be focused for modernity, for future. We are not building anything. What we are doing, we are, we are creating clerks, mm. but office workers, they can't think beyond that. Mm. I call it the paradigm, sorry. The parasites of the system. I see. They will stay there. They won't go beyond. So this is wrong. Mm. We must develop our youth in a different way. Mm. We must let them enjoy their life, but at the same see the world in a different perspective. Do you think maybe that's the reason why Mauritius isn't developing at the pace that it should? I mean, that, that, therefore, there's lots, that, therefore, you could argue that at the moment, in terms of the law, economics, finance, politics, even, um, there is so much untapped potential. And it's basically the way we are educated at an early age is what's holding us back. So we don't blame the student. We don't blame the others. Mm -hmm. Those who are supposed to educate people, yeah. those are not only the teachers. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, for me, I, I mean, like I said, I mean, I'm not blaming any teacher. No. Okay, but I, I'm always attacking policy yeah. because I personally think the policies. No, policies will change unless people talk. If people don't talk. Those are the top. At times remain silent. You know why should they get into trouble? Look, the thing is, what, 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 this, this really annoys me. Okay, during the whole online thing, during the COVID thing. Yeah. All right. Now I have some friends who are teachers who do some online. Who, who, they already pre-prepared the online teaching. Now they had no problem. Their students attended the Zoom meetings. They handed the work. The teaching went on seamlessly. Now, state school. We saw what happened, all yeah, right, yeah. shambles. But what's really interesting is that 90% of all those politicians send their kids to these private schools. Yeah. So are you telling me that that policymaker did not come home and see what their child was doing and say, hey, you know what? That's a really good idea. Let me go to your head teacher and say, boss, you know what? How can I incorporate these ideas into the state system? They did not even do that. <laughs> and that I find, that's, that really pisses me off. This is a subject you rose even earlier in one of your uh, talk mm. with some teacher, I think I, I heard that. Was it it was for, yeah. uh, and even on your website, yeah. you know, on your website and your Facebook, mm. you've written a lot about that education, what, what, what's wrong with it. Yes. Unfortunately, some people think, others don't. Mm. They lost that. The, the, the thinking ability of cognitive is named. You don't, uh, they don't think. You know, for years now, 50 years, I'm growing old. Mm. For 50 years or 60 more than that, 
I believe the name was R.S. Peters. Mm -hmm. He was talking this school society. He didn't say remove all the schools. Yeah. He said there is another method of taking education to people. Mm. You could have a resource center where the child can click, get into a live talk with, with one teacher. Yes. There, there are many ways. We are not going to do policies for that. Mm. But it has never happened here. Mm. But uh, there are other countries, UK for example, distance learning was there. Yes. There were many institutions, private reserve college, Wolseco, all, and a number of them. Yes. They never met, mm. but they still met. Yes. The paper, the, I know many lawyers who studied law, distance learning. Yes. And there was interaction. There were uh, exercises done. They were corrected. Everything. Comments were made. Yeah. We could have followed that and developed that type of system. Mm. We haven't. Today, in the age of technology, everything is possible. Yes, absolutely. Today, if you can sit, you know, on your bed at night, 11 o'clock, under your blanket, mm -hmm. look at your mobile, yeah. WhatsApp, you're talking and whispers to your friend. I think you can also whisper to your teacher. Mm, yes, yes. This can be done. Yeah. You have a live. What is the difference between behind the wall and in front of you on a on a on a on a, on a, on a mobile yeah. app? One, one interesting observation that actually touches on that is made by the Now he said that basically for Mauritians to change, they must be compelled to change. Yes. They will not it's it's more of a passive approach to things rather than an active approach. It's a bit, so we were talking about the whole online learning, um, online buying um, behavior. You know, we could have stopped that long time ago, but we had to wait for a problem to happen, yeah. and then we made that change. And he said that that is one of the things that's holding us back from developing. It's a bit like how you said earlier on about people writing books. Mm. People will write books unless there's some sort of advantage to them, they will not do it. They'll rather. No, say, the, the thing is, they don't want to make money. Let me tell you very clearly, they don't want to make money. But if the book is there and there are people to read it, they would do that. Because imagine, today, to publish a book, any book for that matter, you need a minimum of 100 rupees for each. Minimum. Mm -hmm. No small book. 100 million. Yeah. You have to publish at least 300 copies minimum. Mm -hmm. The printer won't take it. Yeah. It makes an amount. But, but, but let's bypass that. Yeah. Just yeah. Write the book and put it on a PDF. Yeah, not now. Of course, you just said it earlier. Yeah, that is a different thing. I mean, on the PDF now, it's possible, as you said, Amazon, if it changes. Yeah. Or Let's not go too far. It's yeah. simple, right? Do it like this. On your, on your laptop, yeah. you write your book. Yeah. Okay? You save it. Yeah. I come up to you and I'm like, Bundy, you know, I want a copy of your book. You're like, Hamish, give me your email. Yeah. Okay, I, you email it to me and then I just, then you say, Hamish, it's going to cost X. Yeah. I juice you the money. Yeah. You get the money, yeah. and then you send me that PDF, and you put it on protection. Yeah. Okay. So therefore, I can't edit it or whatnot. Okay. There are already some teachers doing it in I know in uh, un uh, well in uh, India, Bombay, yeah. Bombay. Where did you go? What they do? Uh, this teacher they were using to write different types of notes and expansion. Bulky in economics, a teacher was there, and uh, I met him uh, when I was in the. Pune office or Pune is Pune. Mm -hmm. In those days, I was in that office heading charge for the Indian Express Group. Uh, I was in screen. So that guy used to write those notes bulky. Mm -hmm. And there was a line of people standing. He was selling them for cheap. Yeah. He was not making money. He enjoyed writing. Yeah. So he gave them that book for 30 rupees, I think. I, I don't know the, the amount. Now, what he has done, exactly what you said. Mm. He has put it on a his laptop, yeah. and whoever wants it, just sends the PDF Boom. copy. Boom, that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> no, there's no longer any line in front of any queue standing, you know. 
and nobody's there. I think sometimes. I mean, I mean, you're quite right. You're quite right that you write a book and then people, you need people to want to read it. Yeah. But I think about it in a different way. Mm. If I want to write, I don't care if any no one reads it. Absolutely, I don't care. This is a subject that I'm interested in. I'm not doing it to educate anyone. I'm doing it for my own personal benefit. I like a subject and I want to know more about it. Now I take notes. I make my own notes. Yeah, of course. Then, now, if I want to, if I have a bunch of notes in front of me, I have to put it in an order that makes sense. That's 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 coherent to me, and it's there. And I'm like, okay, I have this for me. But then, you know, if I if there's someone that talks about a topic, and I'm like, oh, by the way, I wrote on that, and I got this thing. Do you want a copy? Then you might say yes or no. Yeah. So if I think that people think about it in terms of like, do what makes you happy. If you like, if you love mythology. Then why don't you go and learn about that and, and put it down on paper or something? Yeah. If you like Gatupima, then go find out well, where the hell did that idea come from? Who's the first person that made that? You know, not don't just read it, just put it down. Right. Oh. So and so in the 1900s, and you have it. I like this philosophy. You like something, write it. Just write it. Forget about others. Don't. That's it, exactly <laughs> that. And I think that's what people need to understand. Uh, it will come. It will come. Like, we've got so much information. But anyway, like social media has arrived, and you see people writing everybody as journalists today. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah, don't yeah. have one journalist. Citizen journalism. Whatever call it, call it journal. They call it the journal. Yeah. You know, surprisingly. But the radio came to Mauritius. Uh -huh. uh, so we had phone in programs. You know, people would phone and give their views on certain subjects. Yeah. One guy arrived at my office, and I was at the press and then journalist. Wait, in Mauritius or in India? No, no, in Mauritius. In Mauritius. I'm talking about Mauritius. I have news on Sunday. Then. Okay. I'm yeah. the editor of news on Sunday. The radios had emerged, you know, so three radios were there, and then there was a public radio. Yeah. So one guy was, you know, always on call on all the radios. They would switch from one to the other and give his opinion. Mm -hmm. So one day he met me in a wedding ceremony. How are you, sir? He presented himself to me. Yeah. Uh, I'm a journalist. I said, mm. where? So I thought he was looking for a job. I see. You know, it was difficult to get into a job at News on Sunday. It was not very easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you did the, the qualification, real aptitude, I, I think many of them would not have a place now. Yeah. <laughs> if it was only News on Sunday, yeah. those who, 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 who parade themselves as journalists mm -hmm. would not be many paper boys. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a, a very tough selection. Yeah. So, he told me, journalist, he said, where? I talk on the radio, sir. Mm. Say, which two? You know, my comment, have you not heard? So he was a caller who call, called himself journalist. Mm, that's so, that, uh, no, it's good. He, he thinks whoever talks on radio becomes a journalist. Yeah. Whoever writes on social media is a journalist today. They're propagandists, not journalists. Of course, yeah. We have today, even in our press like that, 90% mm -hmm. propagandists. So how, how would you differentiate, a pro so in, your, in your words, obviously, what is the difference between a propagandist and a journalist? Firstly, what is the job of a journalist? You know, the job of a journalist is to find the truth, expose the truth, put the facts in front of people, not necessarily teachers. He gives the facts. Let people decide, make, I should call informed decision about something. Mm -hmm. To do that, your reporting has to be balanced. So let's say, for example, I don't like the color blue. I personally don't like color blue, right. but I have to write about the color blue. Write about the color, write also what other people think about it. But I cannot, I cannot, one-way traffic is not important. So I can't write it in a way that actually is my own personal bias towards it. Not only that, you, you can have your own bias, but add other people, what other people think. 
Balance your story. Okay. Don't become what I call, you know, uh, a toilet doormat. Today we have a lot of toilet doormat journalists. So basically what you're saying is really simple. Just just write a SWOT analysis. Exactly. Exactly. Opportunities and threats. Exactly. So the color blue, all four, and that's a balanced view. And then you ask four or five different people the same questions. Triangulation. This is called triangulation. Okay, triangulation. And then you say, okay, well, this X, Y, and Z are saying this about this. And let people react. And let people then decide. Make their own... You see, you have given everything to them. Yeah. They have also a brain, a grey matter. Mm-hmm. They will think. It forces people to think. Gotcha. But unfortunately, what we are feeling today in the it's, media... So you say today is propaganda. Propaganda. And so, Pure and simple propaganda. Which is... Which is very bad. Which is very bad. Let me tell you. I don't consider... There are very few journalists in this country. Very few. Very, very few. You know, those who are here around... You know, what has happened? When I look at it, I said, is this what I studied at the university? Mm. Well, I went there for three years for nothing. And this was at Napier? Yeah, at Napier, then you have like that uh, Warwick. Oh, right. that so, you know, and then you said Indian Express. Yeah, I was in Indian Express. I was the uh, youngest, cub- youngest, youngest chief sub editor of a national day. Mm. I, the Financial Express was there. I, I was known to be a very tough chief sub. Mm. I have made even people write more than 18 times about me. Yeah. yeah. yeah this is, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, by the time when the person sold the last copy, you never recognize it whether it was his or not. Yeah, I heard, I heard that there was a story about where, where you went to... Cotton market. Cotton yeah, market. No, no, there's a story I heard from you. Like, I went to this thing, uh, the airport, this Nigerian... No, 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 no I tell you, I tell you, that's a good story. Yeah. It was my first assignment. Ah, okay. So we were young, 25 years old. 26. So I went from the office, I was given an assignment. Mm-hmm. My editor called me, said, I'm giving you, I find you talking well, you're writing well. I had done only two days, okay. the third day, so I was happy I'm given an outside assignment. Outside your You'll go to uh, the airport. Oh, there is the Federal Commissioner for Information coming to India. He'll be here, interview him. Touch this, touch this. He told me. This is fine. He briefed me of this. Yeah. I said, oh, great. Huh? Very great. So I was happy to get that assignment. So now let me tell you a little background. So we were young and we had parties. We had friends. We were, you know, you were young. So I said, fine. I left the office, went there to the airport. So I was waiting. Flight was delayed. Thank Yeah, flight was delayed. And we go to bed. I mean, the paper goes to bed. I mean, the paper will have to go for print mm-hmm. at two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And two o'clock means two o'clock. Yeah. It can't be two one. Yeah. Uh, we have got editions after editions. We have first edition, which used to be sent to Pune. Then we have second edition for outside uh, places. Then we have fourth edition. So yeah, because that deadline meant that if you didn't set the deadline, it will have a knock-on effect. Uh, so, so uh, no, they won't wait for you. Why should they wait? The deadline is this finish. Yes. You have to work within that deadline. Mm-hmm. And then the last edition will go to the city edition, six o'clock. So I was there. The flight was delayed, so I took coffee, I took this. Finally, they said uh, the flight may be delayed further, and it was already 9 30, 10. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, I finish work always at five. If you are on sub editing duty, there was a 
a time, you know, that from seven to this and this around the world. So my job was supposed to be over five. Mm -hmm. And I was there at the airport after nine. And my friends were waiting for me. Okay. You know, they wanted me to come and join. There was no telephone, but we had the public telephone. There was no this mobile. And then, yeah. Hey, what are you, man? I'm coming, coming, coming. So what happened? I left the office. I left the office and I'm sorry, I left the airport, returned back to the office. Yeah. Sat there. I went to the editor. The editor was sitting there waiting for that copy. Yeah. It's important. Uh, there was the Biafra war going on and Biafra war means there was such a this movement in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. There was uh, Colonel Ojukwu and uh, I forgot the names. <laughs> uh, but Chief Anthony and Aharo were the Federal Commissioner for Information. Yeah. Like the Minister of Information. Mm -hmm. he was so I came to the office, I said, Sir, uh, the flight is delayed. I don't think I got time. Uh, I don't know the time when it's coming or landing. Oh, so you came back? Yeah, the, oh, good. In that case, I'm another something important, but don't tell anyone. Okay. Is your passport with you? Yeah. But we always keep our passport in the drawer. Okay. Of our, of our own table. Yeah. Why? Because we don't know. We may, we may need it. Yes. And that I needed it for my identity if I have to go somewhere. I see. So, <laughs> He said, you got your passport with you? I said, yes. Ah, very good. So don't tell anyone. Whispering, practically. So I took my passport. I said, when you reach there, give me a call. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you who to interview. Okay. He said, good, sir. I took the car, the, you know, the, 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 the press car. Asked the driver to drop me. Quick, man, it's important. I went there. As soon as I reached there, I rang the ticket. Sir, I'm at the airport. Good. Uh, at what time is the flight from Mauritius? <laughs> I said, it's at that time. Yeah. Such a stupid fellow. I said, it's at that time. Yeah. He said, good. You take the next flight and go home. <laughs> you are no good to be a journalist. <laughs> I got the message. Yeah. I was a bit, you know, surprised and stunned and whatever. So I said, sir, sorry, I understood the message. I'll wait and do the story yeah. and come back. I'm really sorry. Yeah. I, you know, I understand what is going on an assignment. It's all right. We're young and he was about 70 year old. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, it's fine. Fine. Okay. Do that and come. I'll wait for you. Yeah. The guy landed at one in the morning. Ooh. So, you know, all the journalists were there. Yeah. I went there. So you were there from what time? What time did you? First time. The first first time. time I was about six o'clock. Six o'clock. You it were was there. supposed to come at uh, eight. Right? Eight. And, and all this, so six o'clock till one o'clock. Yeah. So that's like six, seven hours. Seven hours. Seven hours but you waited there. And, and your friends, I was in the office. I was coming from office. Yeah. Though. Remember that. And your oh, friends were waiting for you to go out. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. Yeah. I went there. The guy came. He started talking. Mm. Forceful speaker. I can't really answer any question. Man, I've already spoken all that I said. It's off record. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1.30. Yeah. And he dished out a written statement. I see. Okay. I think it was 25 pages. The driver was there. I said, let's go to the office quick. Yeah. I started reading. In the car. Yeah. Underline this. Looked at the watch. It was only 10 to something. You got your clock deadline, right? Two o'clock deadline, the yes. first edition of two. I remembered having written that even on, on, on my paper. Yeah. 
Chief Anthony Amaharo proposes a seven-point formula for the surrender of Colonel Ojukwu. Mm-hmm. He was in Mumbai, I still remember that. Wow. <laughs> the moment that it was five to two, yeah. then he said, got it, yes sir. Here it is. Now it went on three parties, first edition. Mm. It was Twitter, as you said. Yeah. Then the next and the next and then I understood what journalism meant. Mm-hmm. Then we had to interview people. Yeah. Now, there are a number, this is only to explain, you asked me the incident. There are a number of incidents like that, I lived in that uh, profession. Uh, but when I came to Mauritius, I was a bit disappointed. It is not the same. Mm-hmm. Here, we are more propaganda oriented. Yeah. We belong to a camp or we don't belong. Uh, this is their way of journalism and I don't, I don't fit in that. Yeah. I will never fit in. The idea is to inform, educate, no. and to entertain. It's not only that. Newspaper has an additional role, development. Mm. Entertain, anybody can entertain. A monkey entertains people on the road. Yes. You don't need a paper for that. Ah, to educate, anyone educate. Yeah, yeah. Ah, don't you know that even if man farts on the road, mm. that is education, don't fart on the road. You, all these things are there, everybody does that. Educate, inform, entertain. So do you think that as, as we, uh, where we are now, the media is actually letting the population down? I, I want to go to that length. They are giving their information. They're not the information that the people need for development. Mm-hmm. To think, look at news. News has views in it. Yes. Have you ever heard of news with views? No. Where is that? In which school of journalism we teach it? Mm. Have you heard it? No. There's only one or two journalists, so I can't tell the name because they're all competitors there. Yes. So only one or two of my respect. They go for investigating. Mm. They ask, they're not ashamed of asking uh, questions whenever press conferences are there. Yeah. Others ask questions to which the answer they know. Mm. Okay. If you know the answer, why the hell do you ask the question? question? Yeah, of course, huh? of course. Some write Five news from one speech. Hmm. It's not news. Yeah. It's not being news. This is propaganda. Mm-hmm. News, you have every day, 15 areas. You can have 15 news every day. Mm-hmm. Balanced. Do you think, I mean, this, 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 this have a real life example. At the moment, um, the Prime Minister revoked his uh, Minister for Public Utilities, Ivan Kulendabiu. How do you think that's been treated? Obviously, it's an ongoing issue, but yesterday it broke. You know, I, 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 I won't talk about it much because it's uh, not, something... Yeah, not the case, but uh, the way the media... The media, you things. see, look at what the media to what the media is. You find one group will say that, ah, they accused the man. He's already an accused, he's already dead. The other side will defend, the group will defend. Most of them will jump to conclusion already. Nobody has tried to understand that this is only a name that has appeared mm-hmm. in a report, International Institution Report. Yes. Uh, the Prime Minister took the decision that he has to take. I don't know how the decision taken, mm-hmm. but the name mentioned doesn't make him guilty. Yes. There is an investigation going. Mm-hmm. And the Prime Minister in this case is very right. Why should he have a commission of inquiry? It will take years to finish. Yes. He says there is an inquiry going on. Let that happen. Yeah. But people here already prejudge everything. Do you think they prejudge it or they really don't know what they're dealing with? They don't know. Because it was really funny. They, um, they create drama where there's no drama. Yeah, but maybe they don't, maybe it's just, it's just that they don't know and they don't realize their actions. Because when I when I when I heard the news, it might to my mind, I was like, well, hang on a minute. 
He has to make that minister step down because there's an investigation into that ministry. So in order for the, the investigation to happen unfettered, then you pull the players out, yeah. let the job get done, and then yeah. we'll see what happens in the end. So of course. And that that's all. That's all. That's all. That's all that really No comment. To no comment. But now, well, when you look at the, what, how the press and how people are responding to this, it's as if the guy was sacked and he was found guilty. Exactly. But it's two very different things. This is not done. No serious media would have done it. But this is malicious. But has anyone actually explained it? I have not read it, I don't know. I don't know, to be sincere, because I don't read any newspaper. Yeah, I do. I, I no longer read any newspaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I rely on international news. Yeah, I have my mobile, I read on that, I yeah. know what is happening. I read news, I don't read all views. Yes. There are certain views done by very serious people, mm -hmm. which is called the Project Syndicate and others, which mm -hmm. I read. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, there are papers like Newsweek, and there are a couple of uh, writers in Mauritius who are fairly balanced, which I look, yeah. the rest I don't. Mm. They're all propagandists. Yeah. They belong to either one camp or the other. Do you, do you, do you think this, this is a natural change? Because obviously there's an evolution. No, the there, is, there, there, there are problems on that because uh, most of the newspapers of media survive on uh, advertisement. Mm. Uh, they might not get advertisement if they criticize some of the groups. But wouldn't that mean that, the, the like you said, the if, if you have an ad, a big advert, they obviously have, they will actually influence the editorial nature of that paper. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think that therefore the, the, the role of the press as the fourth estate to educate, inform, and entertain, do you think that really undermines the true, the true principle? I mean, should there be, should there be a better, a better relationship? Ask the question a different way. Is it the really fourth estate here? It's a deserted, abandoned place. It's not even a state. Nobody wants to own it. Yeah, yeah. Go and ask the, most of the people. I can assure you. Let's go on the road and ask the children. The, I don't want the small children. Even the high school. They do anything. How many papers you read? Which one you read? I can assure you 90% I never read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Because Is it necessary to know why? Because they have the whole government to account. Similar to like the opposition. And, 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 and that is good, but obviously you do it in a constructive and intelligent, intelligent manner. But it's just really strange how, how I think... Now, I don't know whether, it, uh, whether it's a natural change in the relationship between media, the population and, and the government, or is it because the relationship between... The, I mean, we've got media... What's that media thing called? That media watch? Media trust. Media trust. Isn't it their job I to know. be the guardians to ensure that the press... I never hear of them now. I don't know whether it's there or not. Yeah, but I bet they're drawing checks and they're every end of the month. Well, right? I don't know. I um, can't say. Yeah, well, I can't say. I'm saying it. Okay. <laughs> I don't but, know. But the thing is, you need to have these institutions to work. Yeah. Um, look, I'm not saying that... Look, in every, in every institution, there will be an element of um, negativity. That, that's, you can't stamp that out. There'll always be a small negative. But if, if, if on the whole, then what their job is doing, what it's supposed to do, then that is a semblance of a working democracy, yeah. you see? And then therefore, on the other hand, if they were doing their job, then review the relationship between advertising and the media. Now look, you can't blame the media. Look, if someone is paying me, paying, 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 paying media company millions of rupees, and thanks to that millions of rupees, people have jobs, mm -hmm. then that's a good thing. But what if that company paying the millions is actually engaged in some fraudulent activity. So they're stealing hundreds of millions 
on one hand into their pockets and giving away one million to this side. And then you can't write about that. Now, clearly you can't do your job. I really don't understand the press here. Really, I'm not fit for the press here. I know I don't belong to them. I am lost. Uh, you, you know that we had a paper. We were in the paper. It was doing very well. Uh, but you defend, let's say, there is a policy that comes there. You criticize it. You are branded as somebody else. The day you say good about someone, ah, he is there. You know, they put a color on you. Yeah. And which is bad. Yeah. A journalist has no color. Mm. Journalists has to be balanced in their views. Yeah. If something is good, say it's good. Yeah. Why is good? Mm. What is not good? Yeah. There's no perfect good. Yes. There is no perfect or excellent good. good. In that good, there might be a dark spot. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So you must say that in yes. your views, not in your news. Yes, that makes sense. Have it separate. Exactly. Today, when I read, I really don't know which is news, which is views, and I, I, everything is there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, why should you write wrong stories? Mm. Write small, give them just mm. who, what, where, when, why. Yeah, That's all. The pyramid. That's all. Yeah. It started in the UK, actually. I think Standard started it. The new Standard. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, in the, oh, maybe 30 years back, mm -hmm. they started tweeting news. Yes. The most important news is sent. Happy mm. somebody has started it. Personal training school. Mm. Oh, good. Mm. Who is Hamish? Oh, the man who won the World Cup on the, 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 the yeah. second. The third. How it all started. Mm. Yeah. You see, when the tweet goes, it's everywhere. Yes. Is it? People don't read the whole stuff. Mm. All your rotten banana stuff. They don't. They don't read. What they read is, what is the news? Oh, the guy started training school. Good. Now, where is that? I want to know. There. Then they dig, they dig, they dig. They, yeah. they want to know more, they got layers. The more you go by layers, yeah. people listen to it. Yeah. It, for example, take certain uh, media here, like uh, news you go on the R, for example. You can't repeat the same news. Yes. Repeat what is new in it. Yes. <coughs> you must know how to develop it. Yes. You can't start with, every time that he started the, 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 the training factory, training, factory, training school. Oh, good. Next. Oh, training school. Next. Uh, he is opening his training. What is that? Yeah. What is this? If I say he started a training school. Oh, Mr. So-and-so has joined that training school. We started the, you know, exactly. there is a new development, new angle. Yeah. To keep interest going on. Gotcha. If you tell it to a journalist, he understands. Yes. You tell it to a propagandist, he doesn't. He won't tell that. He never understands. Journalism is not, you don't come out of school when your underwear is still on the clothesline. <laughs> you come out, you put in your back pocket a notebook or yeah. you hold it in your hand, yeah. you clinch a cigarette on the left side of your lip, yeah. you take your mobile or your recorder in hand and you walk straight. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm a journalist. You don't become a journalist overnight. Yes. They need training. Mm -hmm. you, you have the potential. But it has to be honed. Gotcha. Gotcha. You are a diamond. It has to be cut mm. properly. And there is a way. There is a structure. There is a, 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 a law. There is media. How many of them know the media law? You can count your fingers. But, and, and that's really apparent. Because, so, I mean, during lockdown, there was this girl. She shared a meme. Yeah. 
Um, what I found really interesting, the first thing, I, now, gosh, this meme. Now, the meme was fine. It was sarcasm. But it was the last line. Yeah. That last line was and highly... And there was one word in that. Yeah. It, 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 basically, it's the hashtag. It was highly defamatory, right? And under the current um, ICT law, you can tell that this is an offence. Yeah. And what was really strange was that a lot of newspapers, a lot of editors, a lot of journalists came out and said the government overreacted. Yeah, exactly. Right. Now, I understand maybe they overreacted in the manner they, they arrested her. Oh, yeah. That I fully agree. They could have done it in a more delicate manner. But there was an offence committed. There, yeah, and it was course. a serious offence. Yet, for some reason, you have all these editors failing to apply this, the, the law. And so when you say, you know, how many journalists actually know media law, like, you know, libel, etc., and defamation and, and allegations? There are more to that. Yeah, exactly. It takes a year to learn that. Yeah. How many have that training in their own institution? They don't, they don't have it. They don't have you it. tell and, them. And it's funny how these people, they pick and choose what, what they want to know and what to say. And they use social media in order for them to propagate whatever it is yeah. they want to do. You know, because it's awful. Uh, see the reporting, court reporting. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's I mean, terrible. Because they don't understand how the courts operate. Yeah, 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 yeah. They get the judgment, they don't know where to find the obitair doctor. Yeah, they get the, the ratio right. And they, they, like, oh. they don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has to be taught. Yeah, yeah. A journalist is not a propagandist, no. is not a political agent. Take complex issues and make it into a simple, right. understand English. Like you, like you said earlier before the interview, um, you can write English in a thousand words. Exactly. You don't need a vocabulary. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you don't need complex. A, a complex vocabulary. Yeah. You know, when I was at the, the, university, at the, the, the journalism school, my, one of the lecturers was called Frank Barton. Mm -hmm. Frank Barton and uh, his daughter also was a student there. And he used to say to the daughter first and to me, because we're sitting next to each other. So, you don't use your English word with me. You have to teach Mr. Kamau in the biscuit factory. Yeah. yeah. Right? That is the, the, the guy who doesn't read much. You have a vocabulary of 1,000 words. <laughs> Enough for an academician to understand. Mm -hmm. And for you can write complex issues within that word. Within that word yeah. You must know how to master that. You don't have to master the Oxford Dictionary. Sure. This is sure. not the way. Yes. And you must write in such a simple language mm -hmm. that people understand. Yeah. That people in the street, men on the pavement, mm -hmm. can read you just like the man who is on the top of the ladder. That's what journalism is all about. Yes. You must master the languages. How to bake sentences. Mm -hmm. Sentences are baked. They are not written. Yes. A journalist bake sentences. Yeah. They don't know. Mm -hmm. You must know how one sentence moves to the other. In any place, you know, there must be a beat. Yes. There must be a continuity. Mm -hmm. It can't be anything. You must know what your paragraph says. Mm -hmm. And in newspapers, you don't get break any time. Yes. For space, really. Of course. Of course. So, but the ideas should be coherent, should flow. Mm -hmm. And you can't jump on anything. Yes. Or you go to a press conference. The Mr. X said on potato. Then he also talk on uh, social study. Then he also talk on... What is this? No, no, no. Are you... Cooking a kitchen? Yes. Or a brayani? <laughs> this is not journalism. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is what you get a lot. And a lot. that annoys me. Yeah. And that, because I'm a professional. Yeah. I come from the media, mm. from big media houses. Mm. When you go a job, you know, 
I get, I get the shock of my life. This is called journalism shock, not cultural shock. When you see them doing yeah. operating, yeah. and then cigarette on the lips, and now, as if great people, they're changing the world. Mm. They're not changing the world. They could have taken posters, written their views, and stuck it on the wall. Yeah. They, no need for this. So, I mean, there are, of course, exceptions are there. Some of them are there. They can't work. Okay. They're limited by other factors. Both advertising, editorial. There, there, there are many right. things are there. Mm. I mean, we, we can't blame more ways. Blame game is not there. Yeah. But we can't change so quickly. Okay. In a small economy of uh, 1.3 million, of which about 25% will be babies. Mm. So you are left with 75%. Mm. And of the 75%, you have four different communities. Yeah. Uh, we have what, hundreds and one languages. Some, if you write in Creole, which is understood by 100% of the population, uh, people will say, why Creole? My language, what it is. You know, it just find it when Creole will be introduced or they're planning to introduce in parliament, this problem will arise. Why not Bhojpuri? Why not best? Why not? It will continue. Yes. So everybody will fight for a share of the cake. The idea of journalism is to convey information, the right information, you don't, language is a vehicle. So, it's really interesting to say that. So, you're saying that it's to convey information. Yeah. Okay, now, obviously we have media, and when we say media, we think of radio, TV, social media. Now, you're in theatre. Yeah. Now, if you imagine, if Shakespeare was alive today, <laughs> why can't we have plays based on these events? Of course. I mean, that would be a cool way to revamp theatre, yeah. and then you have pure facts. Yeah. So theatre will have to use the dramas from real facts. Right. So if someone instead doesn't read um, the news, then they could actually watch a play. You know, people come news. here for even for plays. They come with set ideas. Play should be this, the this. No, this is not drama. Well, they, they can enact a, a news story, a, an important one. They do that in uh, in, in countries like UK. They mm. do it, and uh, they don't need a set. They don't do anything. You know, they use stand on the street corner Absolutely. and you start it. You know, uh, we had it in Bombay. Yeah. We'll go five friends of us. There's the price hike of petrol. Uh, the script comes by itself and people join in. Yeah. So yeah. that gives information, conveying of information, yeah. thoughts. So, this, so there's theatre, arts and drama. <laughs> you're also involved yeah, in that. Yeah, very much. And film, film directing and yeah. you're an actor. And well, I'm, I'm again a misfit here. You know? I'm a misfit. I'm playing, you what know. What do you think about combining media it and has theater? But media like you are doing, I mean, uh, Lift Army is doing this a very good job. Mm. Uh, talk, uh, talk yeah. is doing that a nice job. Thank you are telling them things. We are, we are talking many of things. Yes. I mean, this is the way to do it. Mm. We can go on this, start with the payment No. Yeah. <clears throat> I think the name is Mahendra Pratap Singh. <laughs> I think. He came, uh, I was involved in the Bhojpuri Theatre and the English Theatre. Uh, so he came. He said, let's do some play. Mm. There were some artists, local artists were there. We'll do some play. Hey, you write something for five minutes. Okay. Sit in there. Yeah, you write one for five minutes. Yeah. He doesn't tell you anything. Okay. You write something. Yeah. You should know the elements of writing. Okay. Which you, are? Right. You must have characters first. Okay. You must have the story. Mm -hmm. For a story to evolve, there must be conflict in that story. Yeah, inciting incident. Inciting incident. That, uh, that, that's, uh, that is first. Mm -hmm. First is inciting. Something must happen. Yes. Well, it's not going in It's Unfortunately, they don't know this. Mm. They have learned this is drama and this is all. 
They don't know anything absolutely. For 50 years we are doing the drama. Has it evolved in Mauritius? Do you find professional groups? I'm not going to lie to you. I don't watch drama in Mauritius. Never watch that. You can be sick. Okay, okay. okay. So, anyway. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so, don't do that. Okay. When I stage one, you come and watch. Oh, that, that I will I'll come. I will come. Uh, we'll soon come with digital media can be used. Yeah. So, anyway, what you said, what the man did, you know, so sat down. You will be surprised. These people came about five. But don't put more characters. I need only four, four characters because there was that number of people. Uh, so I divide you four, you four, you four. Within five minutes, there was all that elements in it. Mm -hmm. And fantastic. Mm -hmm. On spot created. That's what you are telling. Mm -hmm. We could do that anywhere. Yeah. Provided give that training to the little groups. Structure. To the other thing is, if you go in, where's the theatre? Mm. It could be anywhere. In the garage, in the garden. Anywhere. On the beach. It doesn't have to be... It's structure. It does house. not. You do not need that. You don't need that. And what's really funny is I'm one of the... Currently, as we're speaking in, what, June 2020, Dave Chappelle is one of the biggest comedians around the world. Mm. Especially in America, he's huge. Do you know what he's doing? He's, he's a huge comedian. This guy commands by millions of dollars, okay? He just walks into a park or anywhere with a speaker and a microphone. Yeah. Nobody knows. He just puts that down there and he starts doing comedy and people start coming around. And he doesn't ask for money. Yeah. So, so if you've got a superstar comedian who can do that because it's his art, then why do you need to have lighting? Why do you have this? A lot of people tell me when I do these, these talks, I have, look, I've got a wooden chair. Got my phone there, got a microphone. No, you're bored, that's why I put the board. Yeah, well, you'll we'll buy a better chair. Yeah, like, yeah, that, that will come, that will come. Oh, if somebody gives you some, uh, yeah. you know. But people keep saying that, you know, Hamish, you need better lighting. Hamish, you need this and that. And I'm like, look, you know, I'm not going to wait until I have that in order to do what I'm passionate about. I will start it this way. When I started doing Lift Army, you mentioned it, I remember using books. I didn't have a stand for my phone. Yeah. I had a Samsung S3. <laughs> I had to get books. Put it one top of the other and get the angle. I use blue tack. <laughs> I put blue tack at the bottom of the phone. I stuck it in. Then the phone will tilt. I'll get a straw, a plastic straw, yeah. and I'll jam it at the back of it and hold it there. And whilst I'm doing my lift army first videos, I was praying, don't drop, don't drop, don't drop. Do you know how many times the phone fell? I had to do it again. I didn't have anything. Yeah. Just had the phone. Uh, uh, this whiteboard that you see behind me. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I, I used to see that. You know, and, and and for me, it was important to get the information across. For me, mm. it wasn't about the type of phone I had, the type of lighting. If if it was sufficient for the person to understand something, that was good enough. And and it's the same thing for theatre. I believe that you don't need to have a structure or anything. Yeah. All you need is what you said, that idea. That, that idea, the structure is there. That's it. That's all you need. You know how many structures you have? Mm. Structures. I'm not talking open air. Mm -hmm. Structure. We have over 213 marriages. Every school has yeah. got a gymnasium. Most schools. You just need the classroom. Really, <laughs> really. You just need the classroom or a hall. How many theatres you need? That's it. We've got everything. Yeah. So this is what I don't understand why. Let's say, for example, people don't go watch a story, a drama play. But then what if you reenact the news? Yeah. I mean, people are interested in the news. Do political things. Have, like, once the Prime Minister doing this issue, talking about this, talking about no. that, the elections. There's so much subject matter. So much. Wherever you look. Every day there, there is a subject. There is a subject. It doesn't have to be some story written by some guy thousands, because people don't relate to that. And what's really cool is, if 
you do something that's current. Yeah. Okay. Let's say, for example, they got this telly, this 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 TV reality show. Yeah. That they're doing. Why can't there be a drama with just a few people yeah. pretending to do that? Because all the youngsters are actually looking forward there to it. There are so many ideas. But so then you many... get youngsters interested in drama, yeah. interested in what's going on, and that's how you can educate them differently. I saw that on the NBC mm -hmm. during the confinement. Yeah. Very nice work. Congratulations to the NBC. Mm -hmm. At least after the news, yeah. there were kids talking, you know, uh, what kids think about COVID. Yeah. So you have small kids, four year old, five years, six year. Wash your hands, do this, but, you know, it looks so nice. Yes. At the end of that news, which I never watched, mm -hmm. but when it came to that, I would come and see these children. Yeah. Saying, COVID is dangerous, wash your hand, what this? I said, oh, these kids. So if they can do that before the camera, yes. I think they can do small three-minute plays, five-minute plays, 30-second plays. Absolutely. And plus they're going to be engaged in the material. When we went to the, we to the film school in the UK, mm. remember they said, but we were at the film school, what yeah. is that? We can make film for one minute, yeah. for 30 seconds, yeah. for three minutes. Why can't we do that drama? It can be done. <laughs> and, that, and that put it as, as you know, uh, within the Facebook or whatever, whatever you want. For more people to see. Yes. In the classroom, one act plays in the 50s was very much popular. Small, five minutes. Yeah. In the uh, primary school, children, you know, I started theatre at the age of 12. Mm. Oh, no, 10 years. Okay. I played my first role, a fat woman. <laughs> I put a lot of clothes on me, it yeah. was in the book, and I played that. So, why not now? Yeah. Why not, I mean, do it with all the students? Mm. Build them. Well, you are not building them to be actors. No, no. You are building them for creative art, for performing arts. You are building them to understand, to think. This is why apps like TikTok, people always criticize TikTok, but TikTok is exactly theater. Yeah. Because yeah. you've got a song and you have to dance to it or mime to it or whatever it is, yeah. perform to it, which is a form of theater. It is. It? And a lot of people deride it because, you know, on social media, they share the worst of TikTok. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. see the good quality stuff and some really good quality TikTokers out there. But unfortunately, you know, when you when you do something good, it doesn't get advertised. It's only when you do something bad that everyone talks about it. But this is the problem even in Mauritius, uh, Mauritian mm -hmm. media. Yeah. Uh, hold a program on economic, serious stuff. Mm -hmm. Or like you said, this uh, revocation case, a mm -hmm. serious one. You would have, uh, well, have two different examples. I'll sure. take the same. If you do something on economics, mm -hmm. uh, for example, now like the financial stuff, we are going in trouble. Very few callers. Mm. You won't get callers. Because they don't understand the subjects. No, even if they understand an interest, they don't know what is happening. How many people who go to work know the manifesto of the party? How many have read the manifesto? Yeah. I'm asking a question. Yeah. Well, that's really interesting because in this last election, which I was fortunate to be, to be here, only one party took it out really early was the Reform Party. Yeah, and they were very scientific and exactly. explained it. And it was only like a few weeks before the election that other mainstream parties pulled theirs out. Yeah. Yeah. And funnily enough, they kind of copied a few bits and pieces. The Reform talked on its reform. Yeah. They had the reform release, mm -hmm. what they are looking for, yes. and then they talk. The rest came after, yeah. but yeah. they hardly talk about it. They don't, they we don't. have done this, we have done that. That's it. So this is, okay, that is their, their stuff. Mm. But how many people really read it and understand? Mm. They don't. They don't, they don't how many people in this country have, have read the budget? Mm. 
Not even. Not even. One percent, two percent. Only perhaps those who are in business. Yeah, sure. But the general population never read and it is the policy of the government for the year. But they do know that they got to get cheaper gas though, right? When no, that is benefits. <laughs> I'm asking yeah. all the whole plan because yeah. this is part of the plan. It's the offshoot of it. But do you think people only read what applies to them? They are more interested in their day-to-day -day stuff. The price of gas has gone down. The price of tomatoes has gone up. Sugar. Uh, sugar. Uh, they're not the overall. Mm -hmm. And everybody will say, my money is not enough. But they don't realize that they pay for their own money. Yes, yeah. that's a good point. They, they really don't know. Yeah. Uh, our government has not given increase. How can you give increase? You should be made that increase. Yeah. So that is distributed. Yeah. Government has a kitty. Mm. You put the, your money there yeah. and it, the government yeah. tries to distribute it. Yeah. Yeah. A responsible government only does that. Yes. But people think government is printing the money. Mm. They, they give less, they get more. Uh, so they, yeah. they don't understand. Mm. Number two. How many people really read the government program? That is the program on which the government will work for five years. Mm. They cannot, there are emergency measures, of course. Yeah. But this is what they will stick to. Mm. But nobody cares for that. Yeah. They stick for other things. Which is the budget? The budget is the government program. Uh, first is the government plan, mm -hmm. that is the five-year plan, which is read by the president. The moment the new government is formed, this is the state, state address. A state address, yeah. or called the president address, mm -hmm. in which it lays down the broad guidelines what will happen in its government for five years. Yeah. A mandate is there. Mm -hmm. So to reach that fifth year, every year, so it's it, that's the strategy for five, five years. Yeah. So every year the budget is a strategic, uh, uh, it's a tactical plan, mm -hmm. which uh, they see, okay, in the first year we'll achieve this, Second this, until we achieve it. There may be obstacle on the way, that they will take steps to it. But how many people read these two documents? Well, and I thought they would have every, most people should read this because it's only at the end of the five-year mandate that you'll be able to judge the performance of the government exactly. based on that state, of, state address and the budget. But as I said that's, earlier, that's what you need to use. as I said earlier, they won't based on any progress or any stuff. They'll based on who is their people with standing candidate. So we go back to the 1948, 1967 area. Yeah, this, this, this mm -hmm. is what happens. Mediocrity. You'll find mediocrity everywhere. Mm. We, uh, Mauritius, you know, prizes on mediocrity. But the thing is, those who are complete, they leave the country and go. Look, the thing is, okay, if, if I meet 100 people in your, in, in, at your level, okay, you put 100 intellectuals here, finance, economics, doctors, educators, um, and everything. I, I meet a, a lot of serious people. They all say the same thing. In Mauritius, I mean, like I said, I'm learning, I'm a student of this country, I'm learning about this country. Everyone says the same thing you're saying. Yet when the elections come... But I told you earlier, even if they stand, they won't give five votes. But they should still stand. You stand for what? They stand, they have come up, and then they are branded. Don't be put, you know, as they call it, in the, in the poultry somewhere. Okay, I'll put this forward to you, okay? Do you remember when you said to, to me earlier in the conversation that the, the, unfortunately the Muslim community did not get represented in the 53 election? No, 48. 48 election. And then they created the CAM, right? But they, they had other movements also. CAM was the party. party. Now, there, there was a need for them to have representation. Okay, that party was born. If I take all these hundred 
people that be telling me Hamish is too much mediocrity in the country. And I said, all right, guys, let's group together, okay, form a little uh, pressure group, and then from that, we take it from there. Because hopefully from that, just like the CAM had Razak Mohammed emerge, probably possibly one might emerge, and that could be a nascent way. It is a nascent way. Fine. But would they get support from the system? The system is different. No, but at first the system will kill them. But, 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 people will give, them, will give hope to them. Maybe, perhaps in future, I don't know. But, but as I see today, I'm too old to forecast a lot of things. But I think Stenhan has watched for the last 56 years. Yeah. I can tell you nothing will change. It will go worsen. Division has worsened and it will worsen. Today. Yes, but if, what can we do? What, I mean, we need, I mean, to, we you need, need a strong man. Who comes and say, yeah, but the problem is this. Look, I was, I was there to an interview the other day, and I'm going to apply the same thing I heard from him, and I applied that to Mauritius, and he got me thinking. The guy said, oh, I wanted to interview the former President Bush, and I wanted to interview former President Obama, former President Clinton, former President, etc., etc. Now, how many former prime ministers do we have in this country? Ah, well, five. Uh, sorry, we are four now left. No, no three. Uh, Anirudh Jignant, mm -hmm. Paul Beranger. Yeah, but who still, if MMM wins, come, becomes Prime Minister again. Uh, well, so he's, he's, so he's not former. Yeah. Out of politics. Ah, out of politics. Out of politics, there's only Sir Joel. No, out of politics. So if I was to say on Talkly Pip, I want to get a former Prime Minister who's out of politics, there is only Sir Anirudh Jignant. Now, yes. How is that possible since we, we're talking about 1948 till today. That's 52, 72 years. Yeah. It's been the same, same, same people. That is not normal. Well, it is not normal. I said to you, uh, from uh, 48 after, we started dividing ourselves. Mm. And so, group commands a majority becomes the prime minister. Because I think that a, a prime minister should like in the UK. You serve a term. Any any leader, wherever it is, has two terms. No, here it is permanent. That's the if thing. You if you need to change it, I think systemic-wise, practice-wise, I think the system, I mean, I like the Westminster system. People argue about the voting procedures, like um, a majority voting. It's good that they discuss. But yes. Like but it works well for them. But any, any leader should have a two-year shelf life, eight years. I think yes. And then the parties within themselves have their own elections to decide who is best yeah. to represent. Because the thing is, you can't have someone who's 70 years old, who's been in politics for so long, and have that young mindset to change things. Because you need someone with a fresh look. Now, how can a 70-year-old know what's good for the 20-year-olds? Because the way you were brought up with a different mindset will not apply. Yeah. And then you create that disengagement. And this is why a lot of people say, well, the kids aren't interested in politics, because there's no affinity there. Now, I might, I mean, you have grandchildren. I mean, you love to see them. Yeah. But then you have your way of discipline that's foreign to them. Yeah. So they'll come and see grandpa, but they're not going to live with grandpa. No, before. they won't. They'll go crazy. Yeah. They need to get up because you understand their worlds. But I stand all modernity. True, true, <laughs> true. But can you understand that? So you need someone that can understand. Can, that well, can that they should relate to their age. And Absolutely. You can't relate to you. So there, there is a change there. I, mean, I think well, there's lots of Change practices. everybody talks change, as I said to you. You have to change the system, and to change that system, you need people. Have, people yeah. In your experience, I mean, you've read a lot, okay? You've read a lot of books. You've seen how movements have stopped from an idea. Sergio Sagar Angulam. 
No, he was not his idea only. Remember, but, why, why? No, but he had the passion. He had an idea. Yeah, he to, had the to, passion to change. I mean, but, but uh, yeah, but he did. He, he went through a lot. In order yeah, there is a struggle, people. obviously, yeah. as you said, that there is a group which has come, which will make him up. Yeah, that, uh, you said how? they'll have to take that struggle. They might not succeed. So let's say today. Let's say let's say today. You got a bunch of youngsters. Yeah, and they're like, Bandit. From your experience, from what you've read about politics and what you've seen, how do we go about bringing a change politically where we can rival politics, sir? Put, put the negatives to one side. We all no, know the politics are. starts from the pavement. Okay. Your intellectual, oh, sorry, I won't call it intellectual, that group, the nascent group, the qualified, the capable, the competent, whatever you call it, first they should slough off, get rid of their communal style. Mm -hmm. They should think as a Mauritian. Okay. The leadership should not go to because that community is majority. Gotcha. Competence. Mm -hmm. Ideas. But they should have the capacity. Gaitan Chival had that capacity. Okay. What is this you capacity? go to the pavement. Talk to the small man. Be his friend. Mm -hmm. Get his trust. Explain him. The small man is more sincere than the rich man. Yes. Sincerity lies on the pavement, not in castles. Mm. Remember that. Talk to them. Organize them. I still remember in 72, when Gaiton Juval wanted to hold a meeting. I was invited to a meeting as a journalist. Not because, as a paper, I lived in that area where they invited me. 15 houses only. I went there for 20 person. Gaiton Juval came. You know, dashing hero, they know Gaitan's I talk about 10 minutes, I'm organized this, this is what we do because you need this. He tries to understand, identify with their problem. And that, it was in the month of September that was held a meeting. Never had such a big crowd earlier. So what, what I want to tell, those who want to change the system has to go within the system. The system, I mean, the people. Explain them, they understand. If you win their trust and you show them the way, they will be with you. But it takes time. People must be, one generation has to pay the price of the next generation. Yes, 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 yes. If you think you'll succeed today, no, no, you'll no, never no, succeed. No, no, no. Every generation pays a price for the next. For the next. For the next. And the next may succeed partly. Mm. For example, from years early, for example, from 1886, when we're talking, mm -hmm. there was a generation that sacrificed asking for the elective parliament. That they may not have been elected. After 18, the struggle continued. There were groups of people who came one after other. Then the struggle arrived until 36. There was another group. Each group paid a price. So therefore, each group needs to have like a like a group now. Yeah. At the same time, we're bringing new, fresh of blood. Of course, you have to. That, 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 that we don't indoctrinate the values. No, no, no. But we, we, we share these values. The so as the older generation leaves, that that the generation behind then takes over, yeah. and it's like a conveyor belt. A conveyor and This belt. is how it goes. Now it is a militant parties for example. So, so, if, so, so then, if so, if, we, if this happens today, so in order for this new nascent party, in order for it to take root. The idea is actually to bring, come up to where, the, where it should be. It could take about four generations. May take about two also. 
the bankers we have today, people who are reading, but not listen to you, will have to take two at least. Yeah, yeah, they have to. They have to go. There's a generation. I mean, that one generation goes to the next, and it goes on like this. I mean, it's, it's as you said, conveyor belt. You you don't expect result immediately. Uh, we know many young people. Some have come up for the World Bank. One of them was my former student also, who is there. Right? He, he has ideas. Yes. He is trying to grow. They are trying. It doesn't matter if he got hundred. 10 volts, whatever it is, yes. but he still maintains his stance. Gotcha. And uh, the rest of the, if all these people group together, come together and discuss, mm -hmm. people will understand, but it takes time. Okay. You don't expect the fruit. No, no. You put the seed, you expect it to sprout and then expect it to grow. No, no, no. And then the fruits will come later. You know, there are so many stages. Your seed, it sprouts, it grows, you water it, then it goes up, then the flower comes, the flower will fall, may not bear fruit. You continue trying to, 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 to water it. And then perhaps it takes about 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. It bears the fruit. You're happy. Oh, the fruit has come. Yes. The MMM started that way. Mm. It started and then it struggled. It discussed with workers, talked with them. I've told you, politics starts on pavement. It doesn't start in the drawing room with a whiskey in hand and a 555 in your... No. So, so, if, so if there's a group of youngsters listening to this, and they had to figure out how to move forward and bring change. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, for me personally, after listening to what you're saying, I would look at how, what shaped Sersu Sagar Angula in terms of vision, leadership, and how to get there. Then I would also look at the reasons the CAM got formed and how they, what pressures they faced and what spurred them forward. Then I'll look at Gaiton Juval, his, his way of communicating with the people. Yeah. And I'll also look at the MMM how it was formed from the pavement. If I have those four elements and I manage to, to break it down and create some how, how energy. How to make a relationship, yeah. how to merge all these things together and then correct because you may have new ideas. Of course. Uh, because but, but this will give you a good blueprint in order to spring. This is, this is political principles. Mm. What do you study in economics? Past principles that have succeeded. Yes. But if you apply the same principle, it doesn't necessarily work. What worked in inflation in England in the, in the last past years doesn't necessarily work here. Situations are different, susceptibilities are different. Sure. So you have to expect people to, 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 uh, to take those principles, but along with it, merge other ideas. Of course, of course. So you will find on the, because people grow, people will come up with new ideas. The, the people on the, I mean, the, the, the little people that you ask, they, they will tell you, they have ideas. Mm -hmm. they, have, they have bright ideas. So, uh, take those ideas, build your party, and it goes on like this. Mm. It will succeed, why not? Mm. If others have, and then I started with workers, small workers, starting to educate them. Mm -hmm. There was education going on. I know MMM, I have attended that. Uh, MMM used to teach, tell, not indoctrinate. Mm -hmm. They would tell, this is the issue, let's discuss that. Yes. On economics, social, Political, everything was done very scientifically. But that's back in the day though? Or? Oh, back in the day. But not today. I don't, don't, I, I'm not no longer there. I saw, sure. I, 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 when I was uh, fairly back for the university, I used to go and attend. I was not a politician, as a journalist, I wanted to know what yeah. was, uh, was going. I attended one workshop and I was very much impressed. Mm. They had done uh, some exercise, good relevant exercise on different part of the economy. Mm. So I knew Ruth was there as uh, one of the members, Paul Beranshu was there. It was a nice work. Mm -hmm. I mean, he told the future. Yeah. And slowly, they entered an election. Mm -hmm. 1976. 
You know where? In Pamplemousse. Oh? You know Pamplemousse Friore? Yeah. There was so a by-election. Yeah. A, a by-election. And that is an election where there are majority Hindus. Mm-hmm. Now I'm using the word Hindus. No, India. I'm not talking of Indians. Uh-huh. When we say Indians, there are Muslims, there are uh, Christians also Indians, there are I mean, we have a very wrong concept about Indian here. When you say Indian, you mean Hindus. No. Mm. Indians can be Christians, can be Buddhists, can be anybody. Yeah. We have Hindus, I'm talking. Mm. Majority Hindus. And a Hindu, very prominent owner, bus owner, stood as candidate for the government in that by-election. Mm. What's his name? Mr. Nandal Budram. Okay. Stood as candidate. Yeah. But now, at that time, MMM was started as a there's a Chuja that became a party, you know, instead of not doing the history, mm-hmm. and they fielded one candidate. Mm-hmm. They wanted to go, they had been educating people, and they entered the friend. Who was there? Dev Viraswami. Dev Viraswami is a Hindu within the Hindu group of the minority group. Mm-hmm. The other candidate was from a majority group, I see. and he won the election. Okay. Dev Viraswami won there. What it proved? There was no caste system there. It was a vote of the majority. Yes. <clears throat> if we had worked on that system, today we would have anyone can stand candidate anywhere, not a particular community. We never did any work. Mm. Never did. Mm. Gosh. We started selecting candidates on the basis of caste, ethnic. Then, whatever, you know, all these things. Uh, became more important than your competence. Mm. It's not competent. Uh, yeah, so you are uh, belong to that. Uh-huh. Can you spend your money on election? But your bank balance, you are it. Now we can. Well, I have done this. I, I think I have a plan. I can. Oh, okay, we'll consider. Because you're talking higher than the leaders. Okay. But you shouldn't talk. You must remain silent. So when we have a different kinds of politics, in a party, you should be open to discuss. Yes. And the leader doesn't have to know everything. Well, no, they don't. Obviously, you have to. Obviously, you discuss this. Because for me, a leader of a party has to be a good manager. Exactly. It's like a CEO. Yes, a CEO apl- employs experts in different areas. They all discuss it, and then they come up with a plan, yeah. and he and ensures that this plan is actually it's implemented properly. That's, that's, that's what a leader, a leader doesn't have to know everything about every single thing. No, and should not be afraid of of taking action. Exactly, exactly. For example, now you see the prime minister does that. Mm. The present prime minister, Pravijaya, does that. Yeah. He's surrounded by a couple of people. You may like them, or you may not like them. Yeah. Some of them are really good. Mm-hmm. Some of them may be old, yeah. very old. The, the newspapers the other day, I saw dinosaurs. Mm. But you put a youngster there without experience? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you do with that? Yeah. You need to you, you need to draw my experience. You need to draw yeah. yeah, recruit and let them be trained. Yes. Now, he's surrounded. A few of them tells him. Mm-hmm. So he manages. But you know the latest decision he took to revert. Yeah. It's done in the interest of a policy. Yes. <coughs> Nobody has said the person is Guilty, mm. that is an inquiry. And, and he also never said yeah. that he's guilty. No. And he has been smart enough not to say the other names that are listed. Yeah. They are civilians. Yes. He told only the names of politicians. Yes. So 
it's a nice decision. Mm. So this is what to come to you that he tries to manage and implement. Yes. That's what the leader is. That's what it is. So I mean, this is the way the group you are talking, the young, should come up. Mm -hmm. Build up. If we had done that, as I said, from three or time, we would have had a different, may not have succeeded fully, sure. uh, but we would have had a new outlook. Yeah. For example, there are many places where some people, they don't have any, any, any majority, but still they are elected. Yes. Well, I mean, Mauritius is not that communal, communal. Mm. But there, 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 there is uh, an opportunity to work on that. Because mm. there's so much, for me, which is a shame, is that there's so much untapped potential. Mauritius can be the Singapore it wants to be. <laughs> it can be, it really can be. It's, it's just, the system isn't designed to give it the opportunity to do so. Whereas the, the thing, it's like you have a car, but you don't use it fully, you're only using one gear. And you Sir, if, if we so much prize to be close to India, why don't we learn that lesson from there? Mm. The prime minister, prime ministership, is now in the hands of a common person. Mm, yeah. He came, the one we looked at who he was, from where he was, he had the potential, he proved it. Yes. He proved it in Gujarat, he can do it, mm -hmm. raise the state. Ah, why not this was Prime Minister? Yeah. The people didn't select their people, they selected the able person. The able person. This is a nice change, yeah. perhaps this will continue forever there. Mm. The new people will come, people from the common people, because after independence, India had only what I call the Babus, those who came from the colonial people, you know, uh, close to the colonial people, oh, okay. uh, middle class. Or, the small man had no chance. Yes. You know, you should have been a royal blood, royal family. That, you know, there are a couple of books that you read from them. There's a biography written by a former external minister, I hope he was, that one thing. Okay. And that biography, if you read, you can smell it, how only those, the upper class, could yeah. be in politics and, you know, uh, the lifestyle they, they he was in Bali and he was talking about him without knowing that he's telling something that it opens your eye if you read critically. Really? So uh, yeah. you must read. Yes. If you don't read, you will continue with the system that you have. Okay. How, I mean, yeah. Read everywhere what is happening. How many people know why Modi is elected? Mm. How the what are the qualities of Modi? Mm. Except on the social media that talks. Yeah, yeah. You can't believe it. We, we need to put the analysis. And I think I think that this book that you're preparing, this this this, this study you're doing into um I think that would be a very good book for I'm not only doing people. on that, I'll do on both of the politicians because I, many I, have shaped. For example, uh Sani Rujana. Yes. How many knows how he shaped himself mm. to That's, be what it takes, what it takes to be that, become that person, whether you like it or not, but then he has done something. I he mean, has. For you to come from nowhere to become a prime minister, at but the end of the day, look, it's not easy. Let me imagine. It's I, not easy. I always take a lesson for Sir, Sir Anirul, for example. Mm. He's a lawyer with difficulty. He went to school. He didn't go to the best schools in this country. He went to Renaissance College, a small college in a corner. Yeah. He did his studies, worked for government, saved his money. Little money was, he didn't get some work. His uncle, obviously, very good, friendly, chummy, yeah. helped him and he went, how much, he, you know, how many know, how many people know the way he struggled in England, mm -hmm. what he did to get his law degree and practice degree, yeah. Yeah. comes back here. No one, nowhere, I mean, he's no name. He flies slowly, mm -hmm. he has family, he works, whatever, how he went to advise companies, 
And then how many knows about why he came into politics? Who influenced him? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who influenced him? And what are the decisions, how he took decisions? Mm. Nobody knows. Yeah, what, 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 what mental processes went how a into man, making a decision, tough decisions? Because I know a party where he was my boss at one time. Oh? Yeah. Right. When I first came, I was in a paper called the Congress. The Congress? The Congress was a paper, a very strong paper. Uh -huh. I was the chief reporter, again, the youngest. Okay. <laughs> uh, with uh, Mr. Kedetanath Dharma as the editor mm -hmm. and Prenchan Devi as the editor, two editors. Yeah. Uh, one was a lawyer, the other one was a graduate in science and mm -hmm. then uh, there was myself, there were a couple of people there. Yeah. The paper was to sell out 10 cents a paper. Okay. So, I mean, he was the board. Very straightforward guy. Straight ideas. This is a, this is a, that later he shaped the Congress. We were all together. I was not his friend. Mm. He was my boss. Yeah. <laughs> so then he he went into politics slowly. Congress also was doing politics. It has a different property. That is another matter. Mm. But we are talking of Sir Sir Sanyaru. Then he joined IFP, Independent Forward Bloc. He stood as candidate against a stalwart of the political or, or, or the Labour Party. Okay. A stalwart, unbeatable. Anabhijanar, improper, and he won the election. Oh, wow. that went down. Yeah. So he, he had a time of what struggle he made. Mm -hmm. And how, what got him into politics? Oh. I'm sorry, no What, you said the question? So what, what made him get into politics? That's what I'm asking. Well, nobody knows. Really? No, nobody knows. Nobody knows why he did No, there are people who know, but we have not written it. The majority of people don't know. So he struggled there. Because we know about Chacha. We know about Sir yeah, No, I have not worked uh, in detail. I had a plan because I wanted to finish one research that we go Of course, yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. But, but it's curious. It's interesting yeah. how there's <laughs> so, nothing written on what made him. Only go. one book is written on him, important book. Okay. I mean, which I call history book. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there are some, you know, uh, things that you may not appreciate. Yeah. More should have been added. Sure. But it's a serious book okay. uh, by Kevin Chillington. Okay. Uh, on that was a good book. And I won't say the best book, but it's a book. Okay, it's, it's important. It's, it's historically sad. sad book. Yeah. But others also give give us some element, but they are more of a tap my back and that. Yeah. But they still give you some information. Mm -hmm. But I don't want this information. I want to know his struggle, his rise from that little place. From power, he goes up. And then he joins the IFB. And later, he leaves party, he becomes a, uh, sorry, he becomes a minister and then leaves to be, to join the, 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 the court, the, the judiciary. Mm. He became a magistrate. And then, why? What, what was, how he, I mean, what, what shaped him there? Yeah. These are important things to describe his because rise. From then from there, he joined the MMM as his, I think legal advice or something, I remember of course, he, that was again another school perhaps for him, mm. until he was chosen on, <coughs> on how he was chosen is, was written in an article when we were working together with Sinti Selmo and myself for editing financial news and uh, one of the stories I think uh, he wrote, uh, I don't remember the, the day, must be around uh, I don't know, I, I think 2005 roughly he wrote, I, I don't remember. Sure. Uh, but he wrote about how he was selected as uh, leader of the MMM. Uh, 
uh, he has written. But this has again to be verified and think. Oh, so Adam Jackman. Yes, yes. He was. He was. At some point, it was. It was. Uh, it was touted as the leader of the MMM. Yeah, yeah. How? Why? There are certain things. Oh wow! This, I, I was wondering under the pressure that it's always been. No, no. He was not leader. Yeah. Later, Bayanjo was the secretary of the party. Later, he became the leader. The president at one time was Mr. Hiralal Bagalu. There are so many things. But these are known things. What is not known? You should interview the man. Go through the books. Go through archives. It's a big work. You, you take about a year to do that. Yeah. These people will lie. And this man came at a time when we were in real difficulty. 1982, whoo, jobless, most people. Not doing of the government, but we were independent in 1968, hardly any resources. That's a 60 zero, yeah. 60 zero. 60 zero. It came because there were the party at that time gave education free. There were so many things. People started getting educated. Yeah. But there were new job opportunities. There were so many. This has again to be analyzed. Yeah. What caused the failure? Mm. On the other hand, my mom was educating people. Mm. And then there was also the contribution of Harris Budu. Who also understood politics. He, he, he knew how to manage politics, how to organize people. Mm. You need organizers. Yes. So he organized. He's also a nice leader. Somebody perhaps uh, should make a study. He's a poor man. He started from a poor background. We should make a study on that man. Mm. What made him the man he was? But scientific. 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 Nothing. Nothing you want to interview and write what he says. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it, not it. It has been triangulated information. Yes. And then. What happened now? How now after 1982? We had practically nothing. Nothing. I mean, <laughs> there was investment in the country. I don't say but Labour Party didn't do anything. That would be wrong on my part. They were doing it. How that difficult time, tough time, how did measures, even there was split in them, ma'am, in one year after election. Nine months, 1982. 1982-60 was there. And then there was uh, the MMM and the PSM. PSM was the party belonging to Harish Budu, uh, which has uh, united, uh, you know, they combined the coalition was there to fight the election. They won the election 60 0. And then there were, uh, there were differences between the uh, Sani Rood and Beranjit. What were the differences? What was so different? People don't really know. Yeah. I mean, they know this or that, Darugan, and also the rubbish you read around. But we should know what was the exact. Why this failed? Mm. The coalition which started very well, 60 is no, it's everybody voted. Yes. Majority, everybody means mm. the majority. Yeah. It voted, they came to power. And then nine months hardly, a, a split baby was born. Okay. Nine. They separated. Yeah. And then Sunny Ruth went. To create his his uh, MSM, a party from born within a party, born within, and a couple of people came with him. Some didn't come with him. The past it was an MMM, different MMM. Mm. That's why most charities be done. It's it's from the MMM, and he fought the election in 1983, nine months or a year after, nine months after Belanger had left. Why I don't venture to give my views. Mm. My views are not important. It's not based on research. It will be based on hearsay. Yes. We have to do research. How this man took that decision? Mm -hmm. A man who was born within the party, who grew up with the party, threw the party away. 
or was thrown out of the party, yeah. put it differently. Yeah, sure. And he worked hard to give you the economic miracle. Mm. The country progressed under him. Yeah. You know, today people walk with mobiles, with Masatalpuri uh, on motorcycle. Uh, you find Briya uh, being sold in car, brand new cars. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of the peddlers and uh, Masapistas buy new cars. 700,000 to carry the pistas and sell in the market. Yeah. How it happened? Mm. Has anyone thought about it? Every house perhaps has a, a mode of transport. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Mobile, we have a population of 1.2 million. Mm. I'm sure there are almost 3, 4 million mobile around. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Electricity, transport, medical. Nobody talks about it. Mm -hmm. If we say, the economy under SSR. Is that a book? No. <coughs> no, it's not a book. It's, it's just a general idea. It's too abstract. This is all uh, ESAs yeah. and a couple of writings that are there. Yeah. Is there a book on the economy under SSR? Mm. Under SAG? No. Under Sarajewal? No. Nobody has studied. What caused our economic migration? Mm. Yeah. What are the factors? What are the what factors that decided it? Yeah. Uh, people say he was here, yeah, he was there, some of that. That's nothing, that's not. <laughs> but we all know everybody has to be serious. Yeah, he was Prime Minister, he has to be serious. Yeah. What are the factors? How you apply them? Nobody has written. Mm. We have to write this. It's important for the posterity. Mm. So the life and decisions of X, Y, and Z, that should be approached in. Of course, thing. we have to promote research. Yeah. We have to have all this. So, this is how the economic miracle came. Mm -hmm. Why the change came. Yes. And then, how a person, is he his patriotism? He was president, mm. enjoying a nice life. I, I don't know whether the president enjoys life, right? Sure. But I know he's head of state. Yeah. He's more important than the prime minister. Yeah. Prime minister is head of the government. But he is the boss of the country. Yes. He lives that to contest election again mm. to be a prime minister. Can you imagine that? Why he does that? Yeah. He has given a couple of reasons, but we must find out more. Yeah, what, what, what went through his mind? What was he, what was he seeing yeah. that he felt it, that should draw him back into active life? Was, he, was it something that he wasn't happy with? Did he feel like he was underperforming? Did he think that... Or well, did he think that the government was underperforming, underperforming? What? How? Why? Yes, and, and, and whether he would have the solutions in order to bring it back? Because people can say what they want about these guys, but at the end of the day, you have a sense of... You know, you, you, like you said, you, the, the economic miracle of 1982. Now, he, he had a massive hand in that. And then for him to see something go down the drain, he's like, listen, I can't see this happening. Exactly. Not, not yeah, on my exactly. watch. So I have to come back and I want to no, do it. This is me. the hypothesis we are drawing. Mm, yeah. Now we have to find out. Research means you must do research seriously, sir. Yeah. Don't come on newspapers and blurt out any damn thing. Mm. That's why I don't read. I, I, I hate reading it. Yeah. I prefer to read a fiction. Of course. And I enjoy it rather than read all books that they, 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 they publish. So I think research. So 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 let's just wrap this up because it's yeah. almost what two and a half hours. Oh, super! Two and a half hours. So what we've learned today is that if you want to change politics, we should look at these historical facts. Nineteen sixty-three, the CAM, Paul uh, Beranger, Charles um, uh, Jagnat, and look and true facts, not what we have at the moment. No. We need real research. Yeah. 
and get on Javad for that matter. No propagandist. No propaganda stuff. Okay, don't pat my back, pat your back, and and leader worshipping in order to get a job. None of that. Um, we also talked about how theatre can be revamped in order to have like new dramas, etc., yeah. in order to be more relevant and to push the youth. Education, we touched on that, and it definitely is not working. It needs to be changed at the policy level. Um, talking about um, new research work that needs to be done. I mean, we have universities, we have scholars, we have people that have PhDs behind their names and calling themselves doctors. So we have people who can do this. Yeah. Uh, we need to understand uh, the objective. Um, the media, we have to be careful with the media, talk too much propaganda. Mm. Best thing to do is have a plurality of information and don't be, don't let yourself form an opinion based on one outlet. Yeah, don't get stuck to one. One, get a whole range and then always take it with a pinch of salt. If you really want to know the information, there's the Hansard, especially if you follow politics. Yeah. Go to the Hansard, you'll get it all there. If you need old information, go to the National Archives. Yeah. And then, if they want to get your book now, this book on government is your own. Tell the people, how can they reach you? Uh, the, they can reach you. I mean, they can find it at the National Library. There are books there. Okay. Yeah. If they want it free, also, I can give. There are about 20, 30 copies with me. Okay. If they want it, they can phone me. And, 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 um, and you're on social media? Uh, yeah, on social media, I have a Facebook, and I have just started one SS channel, media channel. Okay. But that is basically more to promote. Bhojpuri dramas okay. and Bhojpuri. So it's still at early days. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a Bhojpuri speaker. Yeah. So uh, speaker, I mean, uh, it's my mother tongue. Okay. And I I want that language to survive uh, because it's getting lost slowly with the evolution. And, uh, it's a very sweet language, yeah. a language of, uh, I mean, uh, that shapes the personality, the soul of the person, but whole development. I mean, uh, there are certain cultures, cultural values, and values that are perennial, I mean. This is the type, and I want really people to know the right Bhojpuri. Uh, even uh, my, my show on a radio, on a private radio, mm -hmm. is very much popular. People mm -hmm. like it because uh, it talks of something. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to popularize anything. I'm not saying But you much. can talk about your channel. So it says SS. SS, um, the Ocean Media. That's for YouTube. Yeah, we have. And on Facebook, it's your name? Uh, my name. My so, so spell your name? S O B H A L U N D. See, plus that is double E B A R S D. So S O B H A and U N D and U N D S W E P A R S N D. Yeah. When you hit on that, they will always see my face and also. But I'm very little, uh, not so much active these days. Sure. I put a couple of stuff because uh, the thing that goes around, I, I really, you know, yeah. I don't like. It. I think you got two things very important here that you know that you have to contribute to Mauritius um, is Bhojpuri. Yeah, Bruce, like you said, that, that's my. And mind, yeah. The second thing, these research papers you're doing. I really don't want my research papers, my my, my writing to go. Mm -hmm. I want Bhojpuri to come up, yeah. and I want to build my film sector because we have done that film studies. We know what yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have chances in Mauritius. Mm -hmm. uh, there are very little chances. But hopefully, it will come. Yeah, uh, I've got an idea about three, four days back, which I want to share not now to you. Sure. Later, I'll tell you what I have. Mm -hmm. Uh, in fact, you just told me about uh, the five minutes thing or the whatever. We have a subject and come and I put it there. Yeah. So that's what we will do. Yeah. I think that's we can talk about that kind of Yeah, you know, we can do that. And uh, actually, uh, there are a couple of uh, things to be done. I, I want to put it in Creole. Yeah. Why not? Creole is understood everywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to, you know, as people say, eh, the drama, the 
who cares for the grammar and things, man? Yeah, that's true. I want to communicate. If when I say something, you understood it. That's enough. That's my job is done. That's it. That's uh, what it is. My newspaper or my stuff is not a grammar or academician time. Mm -hmm. I want to teach the academic what I know. Yes. I don't want to learn other yes. thing for other media, but this is what we have to do. So I really look at these things, the growth. Of, I'm a media man by and large. I'm a stupid guy. I don't know many things. I'm a media man. Yeah. I remain a poor media man. <laughs> and I love that. I'm very happy with it because I know when I leave this earth, you know, this, 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 this little thing that I wear, yeah. that also will take a month. I will put something else. Yeah. So I don't bother so much about what I have, what I set I have. I'm happy if I get my three meals, yeah. enough. Yeah. And uh, I got a couple of friends, I see them share my ideas. Mm -hmm. Just as we have been friends for many years, yes. and I share my ideas. I like talking to people who can share ideas, yeah. who can not say hello, hello, yeah, 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 stop. But contradict, yeah. let's see what's, what's new. But I have seen now in Mauritius, in both companies, if you give your open opinion, you are set aside yeah. in a corner you are no longer wanted yeah. people here don't like to be contradicted mm. if the boss tells you he sings it's a very nice nice voice sir yes even it's like braying like donkeys mm. so you must say yes but you must be a yes man no should not be in your dictionary your lexicon should be free of no but that is i'm sorry so I'm not that man. Yeah. I don't care what people think because I think what I think is good. Yes. yes. God has blessed me with some gray matter. <laughs> not too much. I'm not a genius. So <laughs> uh, as I said, I'm a media man. Yeah. I live in my media. I need my law. I know what is law. I know what to study and I know what to talk. Mm. I know where to go. I have a couple of friends. I don't make friends with too many people. Yes. You know, I'm very much reserved and I'm not... Uh, I'm not snob. Mm -hmm. I can be friend uh, today with an academician now, yes. and I can be friend five minutes later with a man in sure. biscuit factory. Well, that's what I am. So, on that note, um, thank you very much for coming. I'm sure the people listening will love this. We've learned so much. I'll definitely have you back soon. So, we've got lots of more stuff to talk about. Um, and on that note, thank you for coming. Pleasure having you. Thank Thanks you for receiving me. Thank you for coming. Respect. Bless. Yes. Take care. Bless. Oh, 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 oh,